Everybody, a New Year's, comma, happy, because like happy New Year's. Um, <clears throat> alt is uh, the no T, low T, crocky. That's a knifey crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I promised I would write them. I wrote them. Yep. Those are the two for the entire year. Yep. That's it. Well, I'm okay. done. <laughs> it's cashed. cashed in, cashed out. Woo. Cash in, cash out, cash in, cash out, ad lib, ad lib. Have you seen the the trailer for that Twenty One Savage movie? What? There's a Twenty One Savage movie. Oh, oh my god, dude! It's all of his dialogue done off screen. You, you're you're gonna lose your fucking <laughs> mind. Oh no! Is it like a concert? No, it's like his life. Guess who plays a young twenty one, a twenty year old Twenty One Savage? Wait, wait, wait! So it has actors? It's not like a documentary. Yeah. Is this real? It's real. Did you produce this? Are you 21 Savage? No. Oh. Donald Glover is playing, like, a, he, Donald Glover's, like, our age. He's, like, 40. He's playing a 20-year-old. Granted, the man looks like fucking, I mean, Donald Glover kissed yeah. me on the mouth. Yeah. Uh, he looks so young. Uh, but he is playing, like, a 20-year-old 21 Savage. Huh. Um, and it, it is, like, directed and produced by the, by the same team that did um, Atlanta. So it's got this, mm. like, really fucking weird vibe to it yeah i don't know what the fuck the movie's about huh but the trailer i was just like ear to ear like i don't know what the fuck this is but gimme weird um okay so i was listening to 21 savage you uh-huh. classically for new use new listeners uh you don't uh you, you you you're not a big 21 savage fan correct the dude's voice is like butter man hmm. that's all i'm gonna say hmm. um I, I i i love this i i i'm putting together a 21 savage playlist for you to check out okay that i think you will dig because it's some more of his like actual like hip-hop stuff and less of his like poppy stuff that he's been doing more recently okay but i'm not right. a big fan of yeah um he, he actually does a, a feature on a um uh, uh, on a childish gambino uh album that's like oh, oh okay Got a girl from Harvard. I talk proper when I call her. Wow. It's so good. I was right. not ready for that. I know. <laughs> Level of <laughs> lyrical but achievement. But he sells it. He sells it. <laughs> like, the dude... I, I know what you're saying. He's not the... I'm not going to argue that he's, like, the best lyricist in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just has, like... A, I just love his delivery. Um, anyways, okay. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is a new year, 2024. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been having to check myself. Uh, I forget what year it is. Um, new, new year, year. New, new us. Dis. Oh. Oh. Okay. New you dis. New you. This doesn't <laughs> make sense. New uterus. New uterus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is our, this is our first episode back for the new year. Yes. Um, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a banger today, guys. I um, hope so. Shall we introduce ourselves? Oh yeah. My name is Ross. My name is Brent. Me, I'm a Ross. Uh, f- we uh, fun fact: we we both took Spanish, uh, different different <laughs> semesters, and we both took the name Felipe. Yeah, because we had to take a Spanish y- name. You took it first, yes, and you told me your name was Felipe, and you like bombed the class. And then oh, I was, horribly! I was next in line. I had no friends in that fucking class. Oof. I was one of the only brown people, and <laughs> I I had no friends to sit with in the back of the classroom. So I like got stuck up front the entire. It was like half a year or whatever right. in high school. 
and uh, the teacher, Senora Tobin, you know, I don't feel like that's really doxing her in no. her hairy ass armpits, but uh, uh, she kept like, especially like in the first like month of being in there, she thought I was Mexican huh. and she would just like constantly talk uh, Spanish and then look at me like, right? And I'll be like, I don't, I don't, know what you're, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, man. We have a mutual friend, Ronnie. Um, yeah, yeah. He was, um, uh, he, he was from Ecuador, mm. um, spoke fluent Spanish, um, and he said that her, her Spanish was fucking terrible, <laughs> which I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know yeah. if that's true, but he was like, no, the Spanish she teaches, like, no one fucking talks like that. Oh, wow. Like, it's like, like, if you were to go to, like, Mexico and try to speak the Spanish that she was teaching you. Mm-hmm people like would have a hard time understanding what you're saying because uh, there's a difference between like conversational Spanish and, and quote yeah. unquote proper Spanish. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> Real quick. Uh, yeah. I worked at this uh, uh, place. Uh, it was like 10 years ago or whatever. And the person who was training me was Puerto Rican. And we kind of uh, like in between helping uh, customers, she was telling me that um people you know white people in oklahoma yeah. where we live would often like ask her about like mexican stuff or whatever and she told me separately like just the the two of us she goes people ask me about mexican stuff all the time do i look mexican and i said yes i look mexican <laughs> we just we're brown people in oklahoma this that's the closest territory to us is mexico <laughs> it's just Simply by proxy. I've been mistaken for Spanish or like Latin. Yeah. No, to be fair, I, I guess I have some Portuguese. But like I, I literally, especially in the summer when I get real dark, mm-hmm. uh, I've had like 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 Mexican people like start speaking Spanish to me like they thought I was Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's how we became. No. <laughs> that's how we became uh, friends is I actually yeah. pulled up in a pickup truck. I said, all right, <laughs> I need one uh, friend slash podcaster. Hop in the back. You honk the horn. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's weird is I I, I worked with uh, literally I was the only non Mexican person at at uh, this this job uh, that I worked at. But it, it, I didn't work there for like a long time, but mm-hmm. I got to know him pretty well. Um, and I, I've hung out with a lot of black people. My 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 roommate for like fifteen years was black, so um, I hung around with a lot of black people. Um, and I noticed like and for good reason. I understand why, but but Spanish people love like like i don't say racism like um like stereotypes about themselves yeah like i've i've heard that white people are often more offended by speedy gonzalez than actual mexican people they're mexican like no people we like him pissed off whenever they were trying to like get rid of him get rid or, of yeah. him and they were like no we fucking love him yeah. and like they would tell jokes about mexicans all that like racist fucking jo- like if you heard the jokes that they would tell each other if it was a bunch of white people saying it you'd be like jesus christ i gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah they would tell like the most racist ass jokes about themselves yeah um but you know their experience in america has been obviously different than than black people's mm-hmm. um i forget why um <laughs> t- t- school doesn't teach us that anymore no not um, here. No, everything no. everything has been normal. Nothing has been weird ever in mm-hmm. American history. Um, no, but uh, I, I just always uh, thought that was an interesting kind of kind of dichotomy between mm-hmm. the two, uh, where like Mexicans kind of weirdly embraced it. Yeah, obviously their their experience has you know is going to color some of that. Mm-hmm. I did not mean to use that word. Uh, is going to uh, inform some of that. Sorry, because they're a different color, right? Well. 
I didn't mean that. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> Seriously, I did not mean that. So as yeah. we as we record these episodes, anytime we talk about things outside of you know the the album we're reviewing or if it's a hidden track episode yeah. I, I try to keep notes so far the other stuff we've talked about is mm-hmm. the 21 savage movie and mexicans so here Off we go a great start uh, look we're we're a uh diverse podcast we are so yeah yeah there's two races that we're not i don't mind being the only white guy in the room i like it yeah a lot of people like i hear, I hear white people like get kind of scared they're when they're like like I've been with white people, we go to like you know a party or something with mm-hmm. you know majority black people, and they're kind of like, oh, I'm like what the fuck, nothing's gonna happen. No, like, no. I've never been to a party where I've been to parties with white people where way worse fucking shit happens. Yeah, like, why? Like literally, I saw someone murdered at like an all white. Literally, I watched some guy die um, at a uh, at a house party. Holy shit! Uh, when I was in college. Damn. Yeah. Have I not told this before? I don't think so. Jesus Christ. When I was in college, I went to a, uh, I went to a party and, um, it was like a frat party at at this big frat house and we're like like hundreds of people there. Like it was just Mm -hmm. madness. Yeah. And, um, apparently a homeless man, because you know, there's just hundreds of people. You can't tell like who's coming in and out. It's just chaos. Yeah. Apparently a homeless guy comes in and goes into a bedroom and lays down. To go to sleep. Okay, and this kind of sounds. The similar. owner yeah. or, or the guy whose bedroom it was went back there. I was like, "Get the fuck out of my bedroom!" And the guy's like, "No, no." And so a couple of other people went in there and were trying to pull him out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like in the living room and I have like a straight shot down the hallway. Granted, there's like a million people, uh, but also I hear you know like a fight. You can hear a fight like a mile away at a party. Uh, there's like a tension in the air that happens, and I look over and I just I see blood. Like like squirting up into the air, like onto the walls and ceiling. Jesus Christ! Um, and people screaming and running. It was mm-hmm. like a stampede, and uh, the the homeless guy, I guess, pulled out a knife and started stabbing one of the guys and killed him. Jesus! And um, all the other like guys that were there just beat the living shit out of the homeless guy. I, like literally put him in the hospital, like like critical condition. Like mm-hmm. they almost killed him. I, I, and to be fair, I kind of understand it. Someone's attacking your friend and stabbing him with a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's like one of the <laughs> one of the instances where it's <laughs> a, a beat down is is uh, fair. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was wild. Um, but yeah, like uh, yeah, watch watch the dude die. It was crazy. Wow. All right. So twenty one savage movie Mexicans <laughs> and murder. And murder. Here we go. <laughs> hey, we've done it. We are diverse podcast. Absolutely. New year, new dis. Um. So we're both getting over a cold. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been a rough like pat like like literally over a week. I've been dealing with this bullshit. And you said you had about the same oh deal. Yes, I think I had my cold like a the week prior. So it was in between yeah. Christmas and new years and oh, i fuck. i tried to really like hang in there like in the industry i work in uh year end is a fucking chaotic nightmare like anything i've ever experienced Oof. and uh it was it's starting to slow down a little bit between like christmas leading to new year yeah or the new year and i uh i went into work and uh, i was fine on like monday and tuesday wednesday i started to feel a little bit weird and i don't know why i'm like this but every time i get sick i'm like i'm not getting sick <laughs> like I, I get really like, confident Denial. about it but <laughs> but i know the pattern now yeah and i was like halfway through my day i was like i'm not getting sick and then like as i crossed that like half day threshold i was like 
no, I'm sick. I'm getting sick. I can, I can feel it, you know? Yeah. But then on uh, Thursday, I tried to go back into work, and I wore a mask in, and um, I could take the elevator up to the floor I work on. It's just like the uh, third floor, but I like to take the stairwell because it's like, you know, yeah. you work in an office job. I just try to get sure. the oh, yeah, exercise absolutely. that I can, you yeah. know? So I walk up there, and I'm like, just going up like one flight of stairs, essentially, because I enter in on the second floor, and I'm like, oh, God, this is... This is way difficult. Yeah. And I like walk to my desk and my boss and one of my coworkers are right there. They're like, hey, man, you OK? Because I had a mask on. I, you know, I normally don't right. have to wear a mask. And I was like, I'm fine. I just, you know, I thought I would, thought I would wear this just for your safety. Yeah. They're like, you're sweating bullets right now. I <laughs> Just like drenched in sweat. I was yeah. like, well, hey, I thought I'd come in and. uh Give me this file that I was holding on to. I sounded like a fucking Joker. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, they were like, okay, we'll take this and you it's just like go Nick home. Nolte. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, uh, yeah, I, I went home for the rest of the year. So uh, hey. Thursday and, and Friday. Hell and yeah. uh, I just felt like shit for uh, probably into like, the beginning of that following week so yeah up through like new year's it was just i was in bed most of the day fuck uh the only time i really got up and around was like uh my wife and i we like were ships crossing in the night on new year's night <laughs> i finally woke up around 8 30 and i peeled myself out of bed mm. and uh she was it was uh, rounding about nine o'clock at that point she's like i'm going to bed it's like okay i'm gonna try to stay up to watch this New Year, come in. And I did it. I made it to like 12.04. Like at midnight, I walked in there. And I, I uh, shook her awake. I was like, Happy New Year. <laughs> and she's like, okay, thanks. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to turn off the TV and go to bed. And then I yeah. just like shut down. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, was uh, not, it was not good. Yeah. It it, uh, it lasted a long time. It, 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 like a ton of people are, are, are getting yeah. it. Um, it, it uh, I... I <laughs> I have to talk to customers um, on the phone. I do support, but it's like technical support, uh, not like, you know, user support. Fuck that. I will never do that again. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> my 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 boss uh, called me on, on Teams uh, Friday and uh, was like, hey, what's going on? I need you to do this. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could take care of that. He was like, you sound like death. Uh -huh. Get off the fucking phone. Do not be talking to customers yeah. like this. Mm -hmm. Get off the phone and go lay down. I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in bed from, yeah, like Friday uh, up until uh, really like yesterday. Yeah. Um, I, but I had started feeling kind of crappy earlier that week, but it last, yeah, it lasted like over a week. I'm Fucking telling crazy. you, it, and we talked via text, yeah. uh, like earlier this week leading up to this recording and we were kind of like swapping stories and it's just like, it was a cold, but it just lasted for a long ass time. Yeah. Like I still have a little bit of like uh drainage oh, man, stuff right now. You know? I'm like hacking up fucking Peter North loads in my mouth. <laughs> like <laughs> pearl necklace baby like it's it is disgusting somewhere martha wayne got <coughs> got really concerned yeah 
So if I do a little sniffing and coughing on the episode, I apologize, everyone. That's just part of it. I'm That's... here. I'm queer. I'm ready to drink beer. Um. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, today, we are... Anything else we want to uh, discuss? Uh, no, I've Any... added our listeners... Our listeners? Our illnesses to okay, good. the list of stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll find a Shutterstock it. image with like, a <laughs> sick teenager. Like. <laughs> um uh so yes um so today we are covering 1999's hooray for boobies um released on october 4th 1999 by whom uh by the one bloodhound gang did i not say that no but yes that is correct yes by the bloodhound gang um this is their third album uh, yes. Released on Geffen Records. Uh, this is following One Fierce Beer Coaster. We touched on that one briefly after. It was like the hidden track episode after we discussed the Vanilla Ice yeah, album. Yeah, Boom. Yeah. 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 Nah, that's it. Nah, see. Uh, and that was a song with uh, Rob Van Winkle on a Bloodhound Gang Hell track. yeah. Rob Van Winkle. <laughs> Did you uh, catch the... He, he made headlines a couple weeks ago. Oh, no. Vanilla Ice did? Yeah. Uh-oh. He played uh, Donald Trump's New Year's Eve and not, uh, New Year's Eve party. Oh, and apparently, man. like, somehow the Ninja Turtles were involved. Which yes. Is... He, why does he keep doing this? Why is he dragging, why is he dragging my family into this? You know? <laughs> I fucking hate it so much. Like, uh, he he was on that song. And I this was a separate Vanilla Ice song that I played, but it was with yeah. that Forgiato for Blow oh, guy. Oh, right, right, right. He's, right, like, right. a conservative rapper or whatever, but, like. But also, like, he's, he's kind like of Rick okay. Ross or something was on there, and like, yeah, I think like so, a really yeah. good verse. Yeah, and, and they were rapping weird. over the uh, Ice Ice Baby beat or a yeah, version of it, you know? That's right, that's right. And I was yeah. like, God, I kind of like this, but I fucking hate it at the same time. I know. But uh, I was like, is Vanilla Ice, is he like a conservative guy? Because I, like, I don't really see him as like political, I guess, but maybe he is. I know? see him as opportunist. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But. Yeah. I mean, in any anywhere, he, look, he's not gonna, he's not gonna uh, 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 make like, y- you know, modern mainstream music. He's not gonna make waves there, uh, yeah. Because everybody sees him as, as just a corny dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but like conservatives, corny dudes, they're like bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, I, I I think I think if anything, he's just an opportunist. Like like you said, I, I've never heard him say anything conservative or mm-hmm. like racist or anything like that um i actually watched well, let's give him a chance yeah, yeah. Uh, i actually watched a video um by a youtuber fd signifier who uh, i highly recommend anybody go check out especially if you are interested in um sort of uh, uh black politics um he he he, he used to be a uh, school teacher um, uh, he, he's just an all around really fucking smart dude, big mm-hmm. hip hop fan. Um, so he, he does a lot of, uh, uh, a lot, a lot of YouTube videos about, you know, hip hop or politics or, you know, uh, you know, black life, stuff like that. Um, but <clears throat> he did a, uh, uh, he did a video just, just here recently, the past couple of weeks called the paradox of the white rapper. Um, this guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With got, the like, long hair glasses. Yeah. It was like an, uh, an hour plus long. Yeah. I, yeah. I literally just watched that episode and oh, I, hey, yeah. as I was watching it, I was like, man, I really like this guy. He's fucking awesome. Like I, yeah. Like he made a lot of really good points and I was kind of on board with it to begin with, sure, but yeah, I was yeah. like, it was just a different perspective or uh, different thoughts than I'd 
had previously. I agree with him yeah. on everything, especially when he was like, the only two good white rappers are <laughs> Aesop Rock and LP. I was like, you got it, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would add Eminem to that. I'm not saying like every one of his uh, lyrics is good. Yeah. He's definitely had some misses, but, uh, you know. Eminem's a weird paradox because... I think like you could take you could take a couple verses or a couple like lines or something mm-hmm. from you know a random assortment of his songs and it's like that's some really good wordplay. Mm-hmm. He delivers it well, all that. But I don't like any of his albums. I don't think he can put together a good album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his beat selection fucking sucks. I think just the way he composes a song, puts a song together, is bad. Mm. Um, where. Uh, I was just actually thinking about this today. Uh, ASAP Rocky, not Aesop Rock, ASAP Rocky, um, the more recent dude, um, <clears throat> he is not the best rapper in the world, but he can put together a fucking killer song and a killer album. Hmm. He doesn't have the lyrical skills of some other rappers, but the dude knows how to put together an album that's just fucking listenable, that's you know kind of experimental and weird, but also like, you know, you can get not too experimental. He's not like, you know, JPEG mafia or clipped or something like that. Mm. Um, uh, but like, he can just put together a fucking banger of an album, but I feel like Eminem, while he's got skills, I think like a lot of, I think he gets stuck in talking about the same fucking shit all the time, which, you know, a lot of rappers, mm. they, they go back on similar themes, but I am so sick and tired of hearing him bitch about his mom, about Kim, about his, just, does he still do that? I haven't heard him do that in a long time. I don't know. I checked out of him a oh. long time ago. <laughs> I, I did listen to what was the one that was like kind of, I think like Rap God was on it. Oh, uh, it was like, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. I, mean, I, it's I like listened to Rap God over 10 years ago, but yeah. to him, <laughs> that's, that's new, right? Yeah. Um, no, uh, but like, uh, he just. I just don't I just don't think I think his best album is his first one honestly and um I can't remember the name of it but the it was like the demo that he did before the first one oh, that ever heard is it. really fucking incredible mm. because he's rapping about all kinds of stuff and like I'm like yeah this is this is good um but yeah I I I, I don't know I, Eminem Eminem is a weird one for me because I can't say that he's like a bad rapper but I can't also can't say that like I'm a fan well so look Stan we can both agree He's no Kid Rock. Yeah, Mark Murder. No, fuck, fuck Kid Rock. <laughs> fuck Kid Rock. Um. Anyways, we're talking about white rappers. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. So. Ooh, yeah. Good segue. Yeah. Going. Going back. Sorry, we got a little off track there. Uh, going back to the Bloodhound Gang. Uh, we got band members. Yes. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Papa Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, lead vocals, guitar, keyboards, sampling, and production. Uh, lupus thunder guitar and programming you you got to give it up for lupus with the umlauts oh in the first and last name. wait three yeah. oh yes you're right yeah, yeah. the two use in the first name wow lupus wow thunder. yeah lupus thunder. <laughs> perfect <laughs> um spanky g on drums the little kid i i i watched a, a youtube video about bloodhound gang and it was kind of like their whole career did we watch the same one it was a lot of live videos Could- I think so. And it was, was like a like a Russian guy doing the voiceover. I think so. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> well, and, shit. <laughs> and he was talking about this uh, the drummer, and he looked like he was a little kid, but yeah, he was really he was like, like twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like legally an adult, but he yeah. looked. 
You look like 14. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. Um, but apparently, I, I've, I, I've done done some research. It's really hard because they put out so much like bullshit about themselves that it's <laughs> yeah. kind of hard to like parse out what's real and what's not. Yeah. But it seems like from what everybody says, um, uh, they say Jimmy Pop kicked him out of the band for being racist. But then oh. upon listening to the album today, I'm like, <laughs> hmm. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, must have been really racist. Yeah, I know. What did he say? Yeah. Uh, wow. Apparently, he's like a huge pothead. But also, um, the next up uh, on base, Evil Jared apparently beat the shit out of him like constantly. And Evil yeah. Jared seems like a goddamn lunatic. Oh my god! The, the in the video that you watched, did it have like live footage of him pissing on Jimmy oh, Pop? Amongst other things. I, what do you think it was real piss, or was that like it looked like real piss? Yeah. Look. The dude, the dude now lives in Germany and is like a boxer slash porn star. That's right. Um, yeah. So yeah, him pissing on stage doesn't seem like all that weird. Yeah. Uh, of true. course, him uh, apparently uh, eating a live mouse on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. I couldn't tell if that was real or fake. I looked away. I don't. I don't like to see that shit. I don't. I don't either. But I was like, is this gonna happen? But. But there was like a kind of a cut, so yeah. I, I, it, and he like shoves him in his mouth. So I'm like, eh, I don't uh, think he really did yeah, it. Yeah. Um, our friend Adam ate a live goldfish one time. Did he really? Oh, and then he had, he had a really bad stomach ache. Oh. Next up, we got DJ Cubal <laughs> on vocals, co-lead vocals, track five, turntables, keyboards, and programming. Did our did our friend Adam eat the goldfish because he thought it was a goldfish cracker? He was like, Oh, I've heard about these. Yeah, he's stupid. Who put that? <laughs> Fucking idiot. No, <laughs> no he's not. He's Who not. put this in water? <laughs> <laughs> no, he wanted it like a like some like fair. We were in school. We were in like high school, I think. Oh, wow. It was some kind of like fair thing. Yeah. And he won it, and our, our friend Rachel dared him to eat it. Rachel did. Uh -huh. Wow. It's her fault. Wow. <laughs> not, not She's his. usually <laughs> the, the one that like busts balls <laughs> yeah. on anything we say on podcasts, but this time it's hers. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I remember her like, be like, you should eat it. You should eat it. And he like literally pulled the goldfish out and just swallowed it whole. Wow. Yeah. He might have won that goldfish at the fair, but to that goldfish, life was unfair, you know. And then life eventually he had to unfair. he eventually had to like shit out the like fish skeleton, right? Uh, I think goldfish um I would be more concerned about getting like like actually sick, like salmonella or something like that. Hmm. Um I, I would not think that would be I don't know, but, uh, and then of course, you know, it's got all the, uh, feces and whatnot inside of it. Um, but yeah, he swallowed that shit whole, hmm. uh, pretty gross, but he had a stomach ache later. They didn't get back that sick, but he yeah. felt, didn't feel good. <laughs> Understandably. Um, other person, <laughs> I, <would have> <laughs> let... <laughs> I know we're trying to move on, but I'm just picturing him <laughs> put the fish like in his mouth and then pull out the fish skeleton, like he's Heathcliff, <laughs> you know? <laughs> all right. Um, Rich uh, Gavilis mm -hmm. uh, was the engineer, editing, mixing, and assistant producer. Mm -hmm. uh, Darren Nuffer uh, was on saxophone. Travis Wirtz was on trumpet. Rich Bolin. Actually, it's uh, Tavis. Tavis Wirtz. Oh, I'm sorry. Tavis Wirtz. Yes. That is a, you can't, you can't a hit a Tavis name. with a hard R. Tavis Wirtz. I shouldn't be making fun of people's names. Hey, I'm Tavis Wirtz. <laughs> I'm here to play trumpet. Here is Tavis. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Rich Ballin, trombone. Ballin. <laughs> Darren Dangerous Pfeiffer 
on drums for track six and six alone. Mm-hmm. Perry Grip on vocals, as well as Chasey Lane on vocals. Mm-hmm. Chasey Lane. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, production was covered by Avery Lipman, Monty Lipman, and Joseph M. Bermacchio did the mastering. Yeah. Um, like you said, this is the third studio album by the band. I tried to look up information about where this fucking thing was recorded. I didn't have any luck. I don't have the actual physical uh, CD or the yeah. booklet anymore, so I, I couldn't go to that. But oh, Wikipedia, nothing. It didn't nothing. have that detailed at all, which yeah. is kind of fucking weird. But uh, you know what? I tried. Uh, it's probably recorded somewhere in, I don't know, let's say New Jersey. I think they're from New Jersey. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they shit on New Jersey a lot. Absolutely. Um, um, I know they're yeah. like really big in Europe, weirdly. Um, yeah, right? Like, like in uh, Germany in and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did get kicked out of uh, both the Ukraine and Russia uh, <laughs> because Evil Jared wiped his ass with both the flag of the Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, he like stuffed it in the front of his pants and then pulled it out the back or something yeah. like that, right? And he told everybody not to tell Putin. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and they like, got forcibly removed and banned from Russia. That's so fucking wild. Um, and in that video, th- there was like a, it was weird. It was like real chaotic. I couldn't tell what quite was going on. It looked yeah. like they were kicking them out, like, like physically, like manhandling them out of, you know, whatever. And, uh, then I saw there was like an American flag on the ground and a bunch of like troops were stepping on it. And yeah. I'm like, guys, if you think that's going to insult the bloodhound. Yeah. Gang, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you can. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, I'm sure they would gladly uh, jump on that flag with you. I, I've read that, and I, you know, again, this is on Wikipedia. I don't know how true this is, but I guess Jimmy Pop Ali has some type of like condition where he just laughs at things that most people would find like disturbing or uncomfortable or something like that. I can't remember what the condition is called. <laughs> um, the Joker, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe that explains some of his humor. Yeah. Um, he's 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 an interesting guy. Um, it's kind of weird to like like I said, I I did like watch some videos and and read some interviews, but he's he just like bullshits so much that I'm like none of this is like information that I can carry to the podcast and present to you. He tells <laughs> a lot of like dick jokes. Yeah. That's not really pertinent to what we're doing. And there were times, uh, especially when they were promoting this album, where they were kind of trashing uh, Chasey Elaine a little bit. Yeah. And they said that she was, like, snobbish or whatever. Had hairy forearms, I think, is, is like, one of the things he said. And then, like, later on, after, the, like, just a couple of years ago, he did a different interview. He was like, yeah, I was just pissed off. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mean it. She didn't let him eat her ass. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. He wrote you a song. Come on. Yeah. And he put on a bib. Yeah. Just let the man, just let him look at it. Doesn't even have to be let the Let the man cook. <laughs> um, this, is, is, this is definitely their biggest album. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I think by, a, by a considerable margin. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this... Look, if you're a fan of this album, well, more to the point, if you're a fan of like uh, early 90s kind of lo-fi sample heavy hip hop, uh, think of, uh, you know, your Beastie Boys, your De La Soul, uh, your Tribe Called Quest, you know, uh, guys who are sampling really heavily um, and doing some really interesting things with sampling uh, because this is like kind of pre-Paul's Boutique where, uh, you know, the MPAA, whoever, uh, really clamped down on uh, people sampling music. 
Um, and so that kind of put a kibosh on that. But it's 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 uh, it's an album from that era where all the music is more or less sampled from other music. Um, I fucking I I literally while I was listening to this. Uh, I listened to this album several times, uh, but at one point I was like, I want to go back and listen to the first one again. Mm-hmm. And goddamn, that first album is a fucking banger front to <laughs> it back. Is. I love that album. There was a time, like, it was over a decade ago, but m- my wife was watching um, So You Think You Could Dance, like oh, the really? the like dance competition show on, like, Fox at the time. Sure. And uh, I, you know, that was her thing. I just, yeah. like, kind of, like, crossed through the room one day as she was watching it and they were playing a song from that album. It was like without the vocals though, like thank God, cause it would not be able to air, No, but uh, it was the music from it. It was like literally that it wasn't the like sampled. the sample. It was just straight up that beat. I recognize it, you know? Wow. Uh, I can't remember what song it is That's now, crazy. but I was like, wow, holy shit. Somebody at, at Fox or at that show was like, I'm going to sneak in a little uh, BHG. Hell yeah. You know? Um, Lauren Lapkus, who is one of the funniest female comedians. <laughs> no, look, fuck that. She's one of the funniest comedians like ever, and especially considering improv. Right. Uh, she's for a girl. fucking genius for, for, for a woman. Yeah, she's right. funny for a woman. Yeah. Um, no, she she is she is literally like one of my all time favorite comedians. She's so goddamn funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, she on multiple occasions on Freedom has sung. Um. Uh oh my God I am totally blanking right now. Here I'll uh, I'll set up Freedom while you're while you're thinking. Oh yeah. So uh, Freedom is a podcast with Lauren Lapkus, uh, co-hosted with Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins. It's just a show where three hilarious fucking people just shoot the shit. You know they're themselves. They're not uh, any improv characters or whatever. But they do have a few little like uh, improv exercises toward the end of each episode. And yeah, I cannot wait for that show to come back because it's one of my favorites. It's, it's a, chaos. It's a Thursday uh, appointment listening yes, for me after absolutely. Doughboys. There's uh, there's that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, why is everybody picking on me <laughs> from the second album? She she like has sung damn near the whole song at different points, and she can like she knows the entire song. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of my favorite songs by from them. I I love that song. I can't. It it was probably you that did this, but I remember back in the day when Fire Water Burn from One Fierce Beer Coaster, the album previous to this one, yeah. came out. And that song hit the airwaves, and it was like everywhere. It was like a, a major hit, yeah. Especially like where we are is like, oh, this is uh shitty white rap. Oklahoma will fucking love this, right. and we did. You know, Fire Water Burn was uh was huge. The roof. It, <laughs> yeah. the roof. very monotone rapping yeah. and just like yeah um but that album came out and uh I, again i think it was you that had the 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 first bloodhound gang album i ever heard was the one before that use your which, fingers use your fingers which is my favorite yes. and i was like oh man i kind of want to hear fire water burn and then you had like played some of the songs on there it was like oh no this is fucking toy it's so good and there's like an extra rapper uh, yeah. Like it's just like totally different than this album and uh, One Fierce Beer Coaster. It's more, like you said, sample based hip hop and yeah. uh, there's gang vocals and uh, it's just a, a totally different experience. It's from less of an emphasis of on comedy. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously the comedy is still there, mm-hmm. but I feel like um, there were some songs that were like still had some funny vocals, but the the thrust of the song was not like here's a dumb joke that we're going to stretch out for two, three minutes. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, 
so if you're into like beastie boys that kind of thing uh I would highly recommend going back and listening to Use Your Fingers. Absolutely. It's so much fun. I think it fits in with Beasties, with um, Joey Valens and Bray, that yeah. type of thing. It's like Boom Bappy. It's got like some fun rhymes on there. It's just like a fun time. And then like it's fucking. Fun. Uh, God damn it. What's his name? Rip Taylor. Uh, Rip Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's Sprinkle Genie. <laughs> It's a good time. I Check still know out. like every every word to uh, "Pretty When I'm Drunk," which that's so fun. I was just thinking about that earlier today. Yeah, I yeah. was like, there was one time where Ross and I we were part of this super cool club called the <laughs> the, the TSA. Hell yeah, but not the one you're thinking of. It's Technology <laughs> Student Association, and we went away on uh, this like trip for that. It was like us and like some of the people from uh, band and like the vocal music people that that you oh, were yeah. part of or whatever. Maybe that's what it was. No, no, yeah, yeah. It was for Tri-State. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the reason I went is because uh, me and our, our friend Adam, the goldfish eater, uh, Heathcliff <laughs> incarnate, yeah. uh, the reason we went is because uh, you, me, uh, Adam, and then our friend Preston, the mm-hmm. dearly departed rest in power, uh, we were in a band called the Booty Cash All-Stars. Yes, we were. And we were, uh, you guys were doing the like vocal thing. And yeah. uh, the choir, and then uh, also we were entered in for like a band performance or whatever. Yeah. And uh, during that, uh, we got to like roam around a bit, and I remember there was like the four of us, and then like a couple underclassmen like walking around near this like hotel or whatever. And you and uh, you were rapping that entire song, and then our friend Adam was doing the uh, beatboxing <laughs> yeah. for it, and it was just like. It was spot fucking on. It was so fucking good. <laughs> we used to do that all the time. It was like our yeah. party trick. I'd be yeah, like, yeah. give me a beat. And then yeah. I, I just like rap the entire song. Um, he starts doing that Janet Jackson song. You're like, wait, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> MC Scatcat, why is he here? <laughs> uh, yeah, we like won state that year. Like we, we got first place. Just based place, on that song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were walking by. They were like, wait a second. <laughs> this is genius. <laughs> Um, you, we were in like choir, uh, Preston and I were in, um, so, so our school, our, our school had like a choir mm-hmm. and then they, we also had a select choir. So we had that consisted of, uh, eight people. So two tenors, two altos, two sopranos, two basses. Mm-hmm. And Preston and I were both the basses. And it was like, we, we, it was like the best of the best. I felt really very, very privileged to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they took like two, two of the best singers from each of the four, you know, groups yeah and uh uh we won we won the the overall choir which was like our whole school choir we won the select choir which was just the the eight of us and then we won the band thing and um then there were a couple of uh solos that people did um and so like the more that, that was part of the reason our band played was because the more um like uh areas that you were in uh, or categories or whatever the more mm-hmm. categories you were in that you did i think and I, and I think like if you did really good you got a one a little bit less two and so it was like the lowest score wins yeah uh but we got ones like across the board Hell it was yeah. crazy it was like one of the best the only time i've achieved anything in my life <laughs> um no it's uh uh, it, was, it, was, it was a really fun time. Yeah, it was. But, uh, okay, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and uh, move on to this. Um, oh, Real, did you have anything else? Yeah, I was going to say on the producer credits, like you had mentioned, Jimmy Pop and yeah. then uh, Rich Gavalis were the uh, producers. And I was looking up his stuff. He co-produced Bloodhound Gang's One Fierce Beer Coaster and then their album after this, Hefty Fine, as well as Corey Feldman's 2002 album, 
former child actor. Corey Feldman on tour soon with Limp Biscuit. That is amazing. That's fucking wild. Incredible. Yeah. Uh yeah, that is it's just <laughs> I I just I don't even know. Welcome to Loserville. <laughs> um yeah, that's that's crazy. I uh I will say I it, okay, do we do we want to go ahead and move on to the album like the album proper like um let me just say real quick uh, this album evidently had five singles. So the first oh, one yeah. I was surprised by Along Comes Mary. Uh yeah, I feel weird. like this was maybe the record label being like, well, you know, fucking cover songs from back in the day, super big. Uh you're going to do this one first. Yeah. So, I mean like that that song and we'll we'll get to it. It seems like it uh, stands out on the album because it's like fairly straightforward it's not jokey like mm-hmm. it's fun to listen to but it's just like kind of an outlier for everything else after that the bad touch which was a massive fucking song that was Huge. the second single that one blew up i remember watching the music video at our uh, uh <laughs> goldfish hater adam house <laughs> and uh he uh i was like holy shit they're dressed in monkey costumes in europe doing funny shit yeah, this is amazing. peak cinema at this point. <laughs> After that, uh, the third single, The Ballad of Chasey Lane. I feel like I heard that on the radio once, but it was like late at night. I've uh, never heard that. That's crazy. It was, yeah, it was heavily censored from what I remember. And then uh, the fourth single, Mope, which is a banger. And then uh, fifth and final single, The Inevitable Return of the Great White Dope. I never heard this one on the radio. I but didn't either, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I feel like any of those could have uh, landed so, so I was curious, um, going back, uh, so they, they do, uh, a cover, like a pretty straightforward cover on all their albums. So on, mm. um, on use your fingers, they do kids in America. That's right. I forgot about that. Um, which it, it's just like a, it's just like a straight up cover. That was like the first time I ever heard that song. Oh really? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, what is this? And then I heard like the actual version later down the road. Yeah. I was like, Oh Oh, okay. That's huh. That's, That's a pretty okay. straightforward cover, <laughs> yeah. honestly. They don't do a whole lot to it. Um, then on um, <clears throat> on one fierce beer coaster, they do uh, it's tricky. Yes, holy shit! That's yeah. a fucking great version of that too. Um, and it's a it's a pretty straight up. I mean, I say straight up. It's they don't do any. They it's like a punk cover basically yeah. of it's tricky. Yeah. Um, but uh, they don't do it like in a joking way. They do it in like a really serious way. Yeah, it's like Jimmy Pop and uh, DJ Q Ball going back and forth. Yeah. But that's like, I'm just saying, it's fucking tricky to do that. It is tricky. Forth. Yeah. To rock a rhyme, <laughs> to rock a rhyme on time is tricky. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So so uh, they 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 do covers. Uh. But yeah. And then uh. So. We went through all the singles. Yeah, Lung Comes Mary, Bad Touch, Ballad of Chasey Lane, Mope, and The Inevitable, Inevitable Return of the Great White Dope. Yeah. Um, okay, so overall, just, just before we kick this off, mm-hmm. going into this, what were you – had you listened to this in a while? Um, no. Every once in a while, and it's probably like years in between, I'll throw on Mope because it's yeah. so funny to me that that song even exists. But – yeah. It, it's very I have some very specific thoughts about it that we'll we'll get to. Okay. But uh overall I if I listen to this album at all, it's going to be Mope and then uh the first song I Hope You Die because they just have this like it has this very specific energy and I have specific nostalgia for those songs. Yeah. Um The Bad Touch I will hear every great once in a while on the radio, but it's like I'm very burnt. Yeah. Burnt the fuck out on that song. That one's like a very 
uh, very straightforward. I mean, I like I liked it okay back in the day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it. it uh, <clears throat> I feel like that song was strong enough to get me to buy this album back in the day. Yes. But also, I'd heard like the previous two albums, and I liked those, so I was probably in the bag to buy this one regardless. Right. But I feel like a lot of the other songs on this album are stronger or just straight up more funny or fun to listen to than. Right. Um, that one, but uh, you know, overall, it's it's uh, not bad. Uh, not too often, I guess. Uh, for that, what about you? How often do you? This one is by far my least listened to. Um, mm. Foxtrot Uniform, Charlie Kilo, their next album, I haven't listened to hardly at all. Like, hey, I, that spells fuck. I listen. I I think I bought the album, but I listened to it maybe like once or twice. I'm just like, mm. wait, was that their album after this? And then Hefty Fine was after that. I think. Uh, oh, you know what? Um, no, Hefty Fine was after this. I'm okay. my, my bad. Uh, yeah. Or maybe that was a song on there or something. Oh, you're right. You're right. Why did I think that was an album name? No, Hefty Fine was the name of the album. Foxtrot Uniform. Charlie Kilo was a single off. Mm, that. I don't okay. know why. I, well, I mean, you know, it sounds like something they would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're getting away with saying fuck, <laughs> uh, but but I I I I didn't care for him. Um, but I I do remember. I, I, I this is by far my least listened to. Okay, the first two albums I listened to like several times a year. <laughs> do you? Okay, yeah. Uh, especially the first. Use your fingers. I listen. That's like on multiple playlists. Yeah. Um, that is just a fucking killer banger of an album. It's just like front to back. It too. is. It's just yeah. One Fierce so Spear Coaster has some like uh you know um. Uh, uh, the oh my god! I, I playing on uh, the. It, to me, that album roof, has like the roof. I, yeah, I can't remember the name of this song. Uh, Fire that Water one, Burn. Fire Water Burn. There yeah. we go. Um, I'm I'm just like ah, it's just, it's just so slow and kind of mm-hmm. plodding. Like yeah. it's kind of fun to listen to like once or twice, but you know, it's not like well, a it's kind jam of jam like out song. A similar thing, like the songs surrounding that one on the album are to me better more interesting sure. to listen to than yeah um that one itself but it's still know. got some bangers uh, yeah. uh like i said uh uh why is everybody always picking on me is probably my favorite bloodhound mm-hmm. gang song oh, really? okay even yeah. though it's on the second album like mm-hmm. I, I just that song goddamn fucking put it in my veins yeah i love it um but whenever this album came out i do remember being like super excited for it because i loved the first two albums yeah and when i got it and i was kind of like Oh, they're not doing like the the fun kind of. Th- I guess at the time it wasn't really throwback, but like that 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 early mid '90s like kind of fun hip hop stuff anymore. Like there's yeah. one or two songs on here that do kind of have that that vibe to it, but it was like this is why I like them. I like I didn't like. I feel like Fire Water Burn was like oh hey we can because that's the kind of song that they blew up on to begin mm-hmm. with. Of course, they really blew up on with uh, the Bad Touch. That yes, was like the yeah. that was you know the international, but but Firewater Burn was like the first one that I think most people who were like into indie rock or whatever uh, or alternative rock um, uh, heard from them. Yeah. So so when this album came out, I was kind of like, this is not this is not the Bloodhound Gang I like. Yeah. As much there was a couple songs like I said mm-hmm. I did enjoy, but um, it's by far the one I go back to the least, and I don't even listen to anything after this yeah this this is like the the end of the the trilogy yeah for you yeah Yeah. for sure um and so going back into it i was like okay you know keep an open mind and and go back into it and and i 
the first thing that stuck out to me was like, man, the production is so fucking flat on this album. Mm. Like, I, I feel like the production does not pop at all. And there's no, it, every song sounds like, um, like, Hey, we wrote this new song, but we haven't really like put a lot of like, there's, <laughs> there's no, it's just like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus, like, you mm-hmm. know, just like straight, straightforward. That's interesting because I feel like there's a lot of variation in like sound and production on this to me, but I will say that it does seem very like loopy. There are certain parts where there's like scratching and I could tell like, oh, they just like looped the scratch part to right. drag that portion of the song out. Yeah. It's, it sounds very much made in Pro Tools. I think I think maybe more like uh, like dynamics. There's not mm-hmm. like a whole lot of, lot of dynamics. Like it, it sounds, you know, this was recorded like locally uh like a local studio you know it'd be like hey this is pretty sounds pretty good mm-hmm. you know but for like a, a band that's already had two albums come out um and that was on geffen like i feel like they they could have gotten a better sound out of this but yeah. that was like kind of my first uh my, my first sort of you know uh thoughts on it but but as i got into it i was kind of like hmm <laughs> your tastes have changed is what you're getting at i've grown up okay i'm 40 well, hey, um, and look, I, 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 I get and and maybe I don't know. Trigger warning. Um, the, uh, there's going to be some lyrics on here that are obviously they're they're joking. They're not like serious, mm-hmm. um, but there are some lyrics that just like make me kind of like, dude, fuck you, <laughs> what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Now, but but I, I think it is important to kind of remember also. Um, this time in the late nineties, uh, it was like the, the liberal thing was to be shocking. Like the progressive thing was to be shocking because you were scaring the old folks and they were like conservatives. Right. True. And so, you know, you had your South parks, you had these guys, you had, uh, sort of this strain of like underground comedy and even, even some comedians going back, you know, like your David crosses or your Sarah Silverman's or, or people that were kind of like young and up and coming at that time. Um, certainly told jokes that were like very offensive, especially by today's standards. But I think you got to kind of keep in mind that a lot of that was kind of bucking a trend of this, uh, post Reagan era, like hyper conservatism, uh, we got to go back to Mayberry, you know, like we got to we got to get back to the good old roots, you know, and yeah. that, that thing still kind of exists today. But um, but back then it was more like if you were shocking, you were scaring the squares, uh, you were scaring the conservatives. Um, so it's, it's a kind of a weird thing that's changed over time where uh, now listening to this, like you could almost like think he was conservative I, if I didn't know any better. I I. I I'm going to assume that he's not conservative, but yeah. he's definitely in that um, kind of shocking humor sort of, you know, uh, uh, what's uh, uh, Howard Stern kind of, kind of, kind of in that vein um, mm-hmm. where there's like no sacred cows. It's just um, anyways, we'll, 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 we'll get into it as we listen to it. Um, so we'll, we'll go ahead and go ahead and kick it off. If you want. Yeah, I, just real quick to tag on what you were saying. Uh, yeah. From what I understand, like Jimmy Pop is like very much um, in support of like gay people and has like a lot of gay friends and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. yeah, And I was trying to, as you were talking, I was trying to find the name of the song. But look, listener, we're all adults here, right? Yeah. I well, I need you to go to Pornhub and type in Bloodhound Gang 
and whatever music video comes up, I can't remember what it's called, but um, in the music video, uh, there are two porn stars fucking in the middle of this like practice place, and like you see it, and the ending of the video, like, surprised me. I will say, like, hmm, there's something that happens. Like they're done playing the song. The the porn people are done fucking. Does it but involve then, Evil Jared? No, but it involves uh, Jimmy Pop. Yeah, oh, okay. but it's like the, like I know what maybe, I'm doing. It's like the last. Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> you chub, better not be checking off without me. Chub one out. We better get this bitch on the road. Um, it's only been 52 minutes. <laughs> we haven't even yeah. fucking played a song. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, I hope you die. You must die. I alone am. I meant to look up where that sample's from. I knew at one point what kung fu movie that was from, but uh, it, it feels very like Wu Tang, in that like, oh, here's yeah. here's a thing that. It's almost like a trope that they kind of yes. lumped into it, you know? Um, I do like this song, though. I like the, the lyrics a lot. Like, I can remember, as I'm listening back to the song, I it all the lyrics come back to me. Yeah. And it's just like somebody being pissed off at somebody else. Here. Like the entire song lays out this scenario, which I I like a lot. I think it's so fucking silly and dumb. Okay, it's from Shaolin Devil and Shaolin Angel. That's right. Oh, okay. Um, so if you want to go check that out, I remember watching the that movie after like years after this, oh. and and that came on. I was like, holy shit! Yeah. Whenever you hear like a sample from some like random song, it's just like. <laughs> So much fun. I've done that before, and uh, I've just been like watching TV or a movie with my wife, and I'll recognize a sample, and I'll yeah. freak out, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's from this thing!" And my wife has like nonplussed. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a, a fucking minus at that point. This is just a fun little punk song. Yeah, it's here we go. I hope you die. I, love I like that the harmony. Yeah, the yeah. the harmonies like I really work die. for me. Um, they do a lot of harmonies. Hooray for the boobies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, the song came out in '99, uh, so yeah, Blink 182 was double bass. In there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Spanky G. Then you get this. It's like prison rape. I thought oh, it was yeah. funny when I was a kid, but now it's yeah. like, it's kind of fucked up that we make a joke out of people being raped. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, as, a pun- as punishment. Yeah, that's very true. I don't like it. I'm, I'm willing to co-sign that that lyric does not hold up very well uh, with you. Mm-hmm. I'll stand in solidarity mm-hmm. with you. Die. 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 I didn't know what that was for the longest time. Yeah, same. And I finally yeah. realized, oh, he's saying die. Yeah. I was like, bah, bah. <laughs> and then, like, once I figured it out, I was like, oh, yeah. I think that's funny. Yeah. But you remember fist can be a verb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fucked up in context, but. Because um, he's the bird. <laughs> yep. Other day. It's like it, it just comes full circle. Yeah. Yeah.
that's him doing. I think that's him harmonizing with himself. I think so. Yeah, I think he just overdubbed that. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a big um, Depeche Mode fan. I was in a Depeche Mode cover Wild. band before this. Yeah. Um, and like I've heard him do some like Depeche Mode covers, and like he's like not bad at it. He's actually pretty decent. At, and, and Depeche Mode is not. Uh, next up, we got Mo. Oh wait, no, hold no, on. No. What the? Uh, oh fuck me! It was on shuffle. God what? damn it! I fucked it up. There we go. Track two: The Inevitable Return of the Great White Dope. Definitely one of the best songs. I think. I, my I, on this I love the uh, the drum sounds on this. Yeah. Like it's. That's just like a sample though. Yeah, it's, it's very like drum machine based, but like even still, and this scratching sounds looped to me. Oh, really? After it goes through like I listen to it. A, a measure or two. Like Scrotum, here it is in a nutshell. Loop. Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's good, but like. He's still like a pretty decent DJ. Yeah, he is. And I've seen some live uh, performance videos of them playing some of these songs. And he, like, is doing the scratching, and it sounds accurate. You know, yeah. like, it sounds live, but accurate. Yeah. I always liked when he would rap with this, like, um, effect on his vocal. Like, it has this, like, muffled yeah, quality yeah. to it, you know? some really fucking clever lyrics yeah um, yeah okay, okay i just gotta in case people i i just gotta read this first first couple lines here mm-hmm. 1972 that's the year i got here when my mother's water blew not really realizing the prize that's been we got to her the bona fide lo-fi high octane philosopher mm-hmm. that guy's pretty good that guy's, yeah that's pretty good mm-hmm. that's pretty good See, and that's like part of it is um, Fire, Water, Burn, and um, I think the Bad Touch. His like rapping is very like like monotone and like evenly paced. But then there are songs like this where he's like kind of just like spitting out lyrics, um, fairly like rapid fire, a lot yeah. more than like I don't know. I, I feel like he's got like good energy on this song. Yeah. Okay, this is another example of like where I love him. Uh, so this is going to be the next verse here. Mm-hmm. Conclusions you drew, proportions you blew. Son of Iggy, false, bigger nose than Ziggy, true. <laughs> Lost son of Iggy Pop, false, yeah. bigger nose than Ziggy Stardust, true. Because David Bowie had a big nose. Oh, I thought it was like Ziggy the cartoon character. Oh fuck, you're right. Yeah, because oh, that would make yeah. more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Iggy Pop, and then. I mean, it seems like it would be, like, one-to-one. Yeah, because Iggy Pop and... and uh, They're both, like, legendary Well, they work together guys. a lot, too. No, I don't think so. No, no. I, I would really recommend it. If people are listening to this, especially for the first time, or have never read along with the lyrics, like, pull up Genius, or yeah. uh, Spotify will have the lyrics a lot of the time, and read the lyrics along with them, because there's a lot of stuff you miss. Um, some of the stuff you want to miss. But... Um, it's there's some really 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 clever like punchline rap it's not really yeah. even punchline rap it's just 
really some really fucking clever like wordplay. Yeah. Um, punchline stuff can be kind of cringy because you can kind of like a lot of times you can like kind of telegraph where it's yeah. going. But uh, he, he puts stuff not at the punchline. So punchline rap is sort of like I can't think of anything off my head, but it's like you know. Uh, the, the the joke comes at like the last line, you know. Uh, Childish Gambino was really bad about this early in his career, where it was like funny, but it was like every joke was kind of like the same follow, or every like lyric kind of followed the same thing. Yeah, he was always recommending uh, to watch Community on Thursday nights on NBC. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, you just did this on the previous verse. Okay, <laughs> all right, sure. One part the Fuhrer, one part the Pope. Hey, we. It, making like Nazi jokes or like Nazi symbols in like the 90s was a little bit different because like it felt like the the specter of Nazism was like so far in the past it was like who the fuck would be a Nazi it, nowadays it's just funny to think like somebody's that dumb and evil yeah and then like we had this resurgence of Nazis and now it feels like mm, yeah it's kind of it felt antiquated at the time and it was like oh yeah like this is it's it so comical. Stupid. It's like, yeah, stupid because like being a Nazi is just bad in general. But also like it's fucking lame because who does this nowadays? And it turns out a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Track three, Mama's Boy. I'm assuming this is his real mother. Yeah. Hello, Frank. Hello, mother dear. Hi, Tim. What are you doing? I'm trying to think of words that rhyme with vagina. Oh. He's got a funny voice too. Yeah. Lima. Like she's trying to help. What is the poor mother? How about that, uh, that teenage witch, Sabrina. No, that's a made-up word. <laughs> just shut him down. Why don't you change the word vagina to something else? Like box or pussy or cunt? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was Mama's boy. Uh, next up, we've got uh, 3.14, which this is, this is where I'm kind of like, mm, I it's not yeah. bad, but. The lyrics, and it kind of has this. This is where I think, especially the some of the production sounds very, yeah, flat pop punk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not my not my favorite. It, it seems like the star of like the show for some of these songs kind of it varies a little bit. Like on this song in particular, it seems like. The star of this show is we're trying to rhyme the word vagina. That's like the whole right. bit, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like all it has because, yeah, the music isn't the most interesting. But I I still like like this song okay. You yeah. Know, it's not yeah, like – same. It's, it's fine. It's inoffensive in its offensiveness, you know? Wow. Um, and I, I, I like – I think the, the title – it took me a minute. Like when I first read this, like 3.14. Wait, that's pi. Why is another word for <laughs> me? Yeah. I just now got that <laughs> on my own. You didn't help me. <laughs> like this chorus is just yeah. so like kind of a snore fest. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Like yeah. by the time we get to it's the fine. last chorus. Where he's Well, that's funny. Yeah. Yes. Like it's it's leveled up at that point. Yeah. You know, or heightened. And, and he, uh, 
There's uh, some uh, some really misogynistic shit on here. I think that stuff aged one of the poorest. I think. Yeah, but I uh, I also feel like that's part of the joke. I, like, I know. Like he's just being like overly gross. The problem. It, you know? The problem is there are there are dudes who like say this shit for real now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like when he was saying this. I'm sure he was just fucking around mm-hmm. and trying to like be funny. Yeah. But there are like four chan. You go into four chan and you hear dudes saying like shit, but for real like this. Oh, yeah, and I'm sure. That's where like it makes my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I don't want to blame him so much because obviously he was doing it as a joke, but it's just another one of those things when that joke becomes real. It's sort of like the some of the Hitler references that he makes. You know, yeah. were just so over the top and ridiculous you couldn't take him seriously. Yeah. But now we have actual Nazis, um, yes. shockingly close to our uh, upper echelons of our society. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not call themselves Nazis. They may not wear swastikas, but they are saying the same basic shit. They're hanging out at Comet Pizza. Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a different problem. Yeah, D- different terrible problem. Hi, <laughs> My tummy's rumbling. I'm going like, to go down to Kama Pizza real quick. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> now, this is track four. Before yeah. we get to track five, okay, you gotta you gotta pause it because I I do have some thoughts on this song. Okay. Uh, on the next one coming up here? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so next up we got Mope. Yes. So on this song, this song is fucking wild. Like the first time I ever heard this song, I was like, wait, what is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. who is Falco? What is all this other shit? The- Metallica's in here and fucking Frankie goes to ho- like it was it was a lot. A lot to process, it re- right? It honestly reminds me a lot of use your fingers kind of in a way. Like this is yeah. This is what I wanted yeah. to point out as, uh, but this is like a rock version of that, right? Even right. though it has yeah. sampling, yeah. yeah. Um, there's still like, it, it just feels different. It's not like super boom bappy like no, uh, the, like, the first yeah. album, yeah. But it still has like sampling, but in a different context. In I a hate way, to you know? make this this correlation here, but it's kind. I mean, it's it's using the same sample. Well, no, wait, maybe. Uh, the the Kid Rock American Badass. Oh well, I mean, yeah, not honestly, you're not too far off. I mean, this is more creative though, right? Yeah. Because can I, can I tell you something? Yeah, I like American Badass. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of fun. It's so goddamn stupid. But, but like, I don't I don't take it seriously at all. You know, I've heard that song in a, such a long fucking time. I, I used to have either, a yeah. I used to have a mashup of that song. With sad but true, so it would like kind of go like oh, the crazy. first the first verse into the first chorus was Metallica, then the second or maybe it started off with Kid Rock and then it went to Metallica, then back to Kid Rock because the music was all Metallica anyway, right, right. Um, but it was like six minutes long or some shit. It was like that's crazy, it's, it's super super long. But uh, there's that yeah. part where it's like, oh, man, American <laughs> badass, watch me kick. And I would always say, you can roll with Ross or you can suck my dick. <laughs> I did it as a joke, but... Why would you say or? You roll with Ross and suck my dick. 
That's a good point. Yeah. I should have said that. Well, I you know, we live and we learn. Got to go back and smack my really smart self. <laughs> um, this, I think this is my favorite song on the album. Absolutely mine. Yeah. 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 yeah, okay. yeah. Because it's just, it's it's fun, first of all. like I the, love the chorus. Let's just fucking play There's this There's one thing. fucking line let's, on the chorus that goddamn slays me. I think I love this, this intro. Oh. Money making player that ain't with us no more. Yeah, notorious B.I.G. Hell no. We're gonna do this for a gangbang thug that never seen it coming. Yeah, Tupac Shakur. Nah, bitch. I'm talking about motherfucking Falco and shit. What? Falco? Ooh, <laughs> so dumb. I love like, it. The just the idea to take these. Wildly disparate songs and merge them together, you know? Yeah. I guess, like, Falco and Frankie Goes to Hollywood aren't, like, wildly different, but including Metallica in it. Yeah. Like, this this bass line and everything. See, this is this is what reminds me of Use Your Fingers. Kind of like the back-and-forth vocals. Yeah. Because they will trade, like, syllables back and forth. It's not just like full right. lines. It's just it's more complex than it sounds. <laughs> Hold on, well, yeah. Back it up. Oops. Okay. It was the pickle thing. Uh, the National Geographic. Okay. Right here. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what does he say? Go through National Geographic and draw panties on the natives. Oh. This. Yeah. I love this. Bugging out like Tor Spelling Zion. I don't know. Bugging out like Tori Spelling's eyes is like my favorite lyric on this entire album. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty fucking solid. I forgot that that was even the lyric until you said it just now. Oh, my God. It's just God. like a big hodgepodge of noises, really. But like, yeah, that is pretty fucking funny. I wonder um, if, if like younger people get that reference. Like Dave, do you understand that reference? Yeah, do you know who Tori Spelling no, is? <laughs> she was like such a huge celebrity back in the day. Oh, it's because her, her dad was... Yeah. She's like a Nepo baby. Were, but like, yeah, that was wild. Yeah. But she was a terrible actor. And yeah. She's, from what everybody says, she's an asshole. So. But she was raised in fabulous wealth. Yeah. She's probably the best person. I don't know. Bugging out like Tori Spelling's <laughs> eyes. God damn. <laughs> Oh my god. And like to clear these Luciano samples, Pavarotti on a treadmill. Yeah. I, I, that's fucking not going right. nowhere. No, who, no, who the chances. fuck remembers who Luciano Pavarotti is? <laughs> What's funny is like to clear these samples, they likely had to send the song to each of these like acts or like if they weren't around anymore, like a representative of sort some sort like record head or something like that. Yeah. Somebody had to sign off on each of these. This is an expensive song to get yeah. cleared, for and sure. And so, like, you've got all these, like, samples mixed in there. You've got these, like, crazy references the band's had to sit through. And then they get to this. 
shit. Here comes Pac-Man. Hey, Pac-Man. What's up? Hey, you bitches. I'm high on crap. Wanna free They do this live. Oh, what? Yeah, it's in that video. Yeah. It's like the world's worst Pac-Man costume. I know. <laughs> Makes it all the much better. <laughs> yeah. I love this beat though. Yeah. They, they had to like the Pac-Man music. They had to like get Namco to sign off on the fucking thing. Hold on, I, I just want to read the. I want to read this chorus just so everybody yeah, 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 can yeah, yeah. Um, uh, absorb it properly. <clears throat> um, actually, this calls it the pre-chorus. Oh so yeah, I the guess, chorus is I guess just the, relax, don't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but must have blown a fuse. Nothing's going on. Lamer than the Pope. Climb the walls at King Kong. Bugging out like Tori Spelling's eyes. Deader than the parents on the party of five. Luciana Pavarotti on a treadmill. Not going nowhere. Slim chance we will. Less hip than Bo Jackson. Bored like wood. Dick around like Frankie goes to Hollywood. Wait, less hip than Bo Jackson. So Bo Jackson yeah. had a de degenerative hip disease. Oh, did he really? <laughs> God damn. Oh, no. Holy shit. And then there's the uh, Luciano Pavarotti on a treadmill, not going nowhere, slim chance we will. Yeah. Uh, because Luciano Pavarotti was a very, very large man. He was an Italian opera singer, mm -hmm. uh, part of the Three Tenors. He was very famous, mm -hmm. but he was a very, very gigantic man. Yeah. Uh, had a huge voice, but uh, uh, but <laughs> Luciano Pavarotti on a treadmill, not going nowhere, slim chance we will, because, mm -hmm. you know, slim. So yeah. there's a lot of, like, wordplay. Um, dick around like Frankie goes to Hollywood. There was a lot of like gay stuff with Frankie. Well, mm. actually, I think Frankie goes to Hollywood like was gay explicitly, I, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, there's just a lot in that in that chorus. Yeah. Um, but still, bugging out like Tori Spelling. <laughs> and Party of Five was like a. Uh, it was like a teenage drama show uh, back but, in the 90s. Yeah, but it was on like primetime. It was like yeah. in the same realm as uh, 90210 or like Melrose right. Place or whatever, right? It was like a family yeah. drama type well, of no, show. No, Party of Five was pretty, um, it's pretty like family friendly necessarily. Um, like it had some, it had dealt with some more. Oh, and Homer shit. Simpson, I forgot. <laughs> Do you remember he's on one, or wait. Somebody's doing his voice, an impression of him on One Fierce Beard Coaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is funny, though. Like, but there's another clearance they yeah, had to get Matt there. Matt Grady had to listen to this. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude. Anyway, I'm getting on the Lolita Express. I'll see you guys later. I'm get my, my feet washed. That's fucking creep-ass air, airplane. Oh, boy. Holy shit. Um, so, um, sorry, do you have any other notes on Mope before? I just love it. Okay. Yeah, it's it's so much fucking fun. It's, like, it's it's. If it's I just, was going to go back and listen to any song, it would for sure be Mope. It seems like a song, you know, like I've said, it seems like a lot of this album was like built in Pro Tools and just like put together with loops. Yeah. And most of the time it's kind of just like kind of okay results or whatever. But I think they really fucking nailed it on this one. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is the most expensive song on this album just for like oh, for sure. the clearance stuff, you know? Yeah. And then also, I feel like when they were putting the song together, they were just kind of like dragging and dropping. Well, what if we put this in there? It's like, oh, actually, this is kind of... It's kind of cool. It's like we have this Pac-Man beat. How do we connect this to? You can do like a high-pitched Pac-Man voice or something, right? There's there's an effect for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but what should Pac-Man do? I free bass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> First time I ever heard the term free bass, it was in this. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. Um, and then, uh, uh, so this song was actually the second time I ever heard Metallica's "For Whom the Bell Tolls." 
the first really? time. Yeah. And we talked about this on, I think it was like episode 52 of Let's Talk About Stuff, when you and I, it was just you and I on that episode, we talked about the Spawn soundtrack. Yeah, I was going to say And yes. I had mentioned there's a remix uh, for Whom the Bell Tolls on that album. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I ever heard that song. Oh, okay. And then the second time I heard it in this, I was like, oh, this sounds <laughs> so weird. sampled before yeah. you ever heard it. <laughs> and then I heard, like, the actual song. I was like, oh, it's a whole last song that people, like, people know. It's, like, one of their big songs, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, it's a big song. And uh, I was like, oh, well, shit, I'm really late to this fucking party. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, like, they, they keep, like, dragging and dropping, like, shit in here. And then they get to the end, end of the song, and they're like, I guess we just, like, kind of faded out or whatever. It's like, hold on. Look at this Homer Simpson sample I've been saving. Saying holy macaroni. <laughs> Put it in. <laughs> All right, next up we got uh, Yummy Down on This. Yes. So this song led me to the thought years ago, before this like podcast even, where I texted you out of the blue. I was like, I think this album is like a stealth new metal album because of this this song and yeah, this uh, would definitely track nine as well. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like has hallmarks of a new metal sound, you yeah. know, that like phaser voice effect. Yeah. This is another one where it's like, I don't dislike it, but it. No. Like that part could have been like shortened by half, essentially. Yes. There, there's uh, instances on this album where it's just like, oh, they could have done like two measures of this instead of four or yeah. eight or something like that. For sure. Like, I, I feel like less could be more for some yeah. of these tracks, you know? It is funny to me that, like, when we get to the chorus, he starts, like, screaming yummy down on this. It's very intense, but also he's screaming angrily at the word yummy. I like that part of it. It's like yeah. funny to me. <laughs> and this chorus is like it's fun the first time, but yeah, it, it gets a little long in the tooth. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, they don't need this. Is it just yummy down, yummy down? Yummy the, down on this down. Oh. Yummy down. Yummy down on this down. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is about uh, receiving head? I mean, yeah. Okay. I know that sounds dumb. Like, yeah, of course it's about blowjobs. Guys, it could be about eating butts. You don't know. That's another song about that's that on this album. <laughs> yeah, could be about both. I don't know. Yeah. It, we need to address it. So th that's kind of an example of a, like a punchline rap. It's all on the wrist, like table tennis. So beat me like Betty Crocker cake mix. Yeah, like that's like a punchline. Like the punchline is like the last. The joke is like the last line. Yeah. Uh, like the the previous rhymes leading to that one were like planned out. Like it's like he wrote the punchline first and exactly. then like right. put the previous lines in yeah. there. 
instead of you know making it clever the entire way through. I would um, never do something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> this goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Again, this could have been cut in half, and it would have been oh, just sure, yeah. effective. It, probably more so, honestly. Yeah. And then when they played this live, and you've got that like live intensity, it, yeah, you could have that, that more. Hey. Chicken, and feel free to wiggle dunk this purple bulldog cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Funny. That's pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Except I don't like the uh, if you were a Hindu, I could aim for the dot. I'm like, that doesn't need to be in there, man. Like that's just one of those. Things. Okay, you don't want Hindus in music. Okay. No. No. <laughs> Stay in the jungle. Look what book. they did. This is their fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, next shit. up we've got the Ballad of Chasey Lane yes are you familiar with Chasey Lane only because of this song oh really there's like two different versions of this music video mm. you, uh, you know about this uh, there's the like one that they would play I on MTV the normal one where they're like playing and there's like a girl directing them or whatever yeah and they have like I think it's has footage like of Chasey Lane in pornos, but it's like her. Oh yeah. You can't see nudity or whatever. Right, right, right. Like before she gets naked or whatever. But there's a like pornographic version of this where it's you just see her taking that D. So is that the Pornhub video? Uh, no, it's a it's a different oh, okay. song. I mean, honestly, just type in Bloodhound Gang yeah, yeah, yeah. in Pornhub and just hey, what you see is what you see. <laughs> That is driving me nuts. I'm going to have to, like, look it up. This man, you know, if you think about it, he was really ahead of his time. Um, eating ass in the 90s, that was not a thing that people did I as mean, much. Nowadays, can you even have sex without eating ass? No. <laughs> I've tried. Have you eaten butt on the first date? I have. With a spoon. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's just... It's not bad. This is another one. Not bad. Yeah. But like the first time you hear it, it's kind of like, I got, okay, I got the joke. Yeah. Like it is, I will say this part of the song is like catchy, you know? You know yeah. Have we listened to this song before? Nah. Maybe once or 3,000 times. <laughs> so on Genius, it actually has an annotation for Would You Fuck Me For Blow? And I looked it up. Yeah. He's offering her cocaine in exchange for sex. Oh! That's what it means. Thanks, genius. Creepy. Oh, wait. Yeah. That was creepy. I would rather slurp rancid tuna salad out of my own ass or scour my boobies off with a rusty SOS pad or hump a piece of splintered balsa wood. (laughs) That was track eight RSVP. Yeah. That was... That was Chasey Lane. Yeah. Um, 
Magna Cum Nada. <laughs> so this is the other song that I feel is very new metal. Okay. Track nine. I wasn't even thinking about this being new metal, honestly, when I was listening to oh, it. Really? I was just like, hey, we can talk about Bloodhound Gang. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like that guitar. Yeah. So let's see. The, the, uh, it said... Um, Wait real quick. I like this scratching part oh. coming up here. Yeah, it's good. Um, so it said that Spanky G did not play drums on six, so that was uh, Yemi down on this. Um, he did wow. not play drums on that. They yeah. Had armor on there for that. Yeah, on uh, Wikipedia it says Darren Dangerous Pfeiffer. <laughs> Danger Pfeiffer. Do you think Spanky G called in sick, and then they were like, "Oh God, what are we gonna do? We got to record the song today." Then an episode <laughs> of Darkwing Duck came on. They're like, "This gives me an idea." Let's get dangerous. Yeah, I think that's exactly okay, how cool. I thought so. I, yeah. just, I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. figured. But. And I also think his, his lyrics aren't... Um, they're just not not as clever on some of the songs. Um, like he's, he, can, he can write some really clever lyrics, but... Um, This is going to take up the rest of my life trying to find this music video. I swear I fucking saw it. And I'm tr- I cannot find... On Pornhub? Uh, Screwing You on the Beach at Night is the name of the oh, okay. song. Okay. But I, yeah, I just tried to look it up on Pornhub. Don't look at my dick! And, uh... <laughs> man, Those yeah. bookmarks he's got. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, weird. Yeah, it's not on Pornhub, but uh, if you sure, Google it, or yeah. I mean, uh, what? If you if you Google uh, Bloodhound Gang screwing you on the beach at night, uh, version two. <laughs> okay. Version two, uh, it will uh, provide itself to you. Oh Toxic shock syndrome gets more girls than me. Come on, dude. Man. Toxic, shock, toxic shock syndrome is uh, when, like, a, a woman gets a... Uh, Leaves a tampon in too long. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. It's, oh, okay. Again, you saw my bookmarks on my phone. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> something I'm heavily into. Okay, I want to tell you what just just happened. So, do you ever do that thing where uh, you look up something on your phone and... Uh, you're like, oh, I, I need to text this to my friends. And then you pull up your, like, you hit the little button to, like, forward this to, like, a text message or whatever. And you see all of the options. And you've got, like, coworkers in there. You're like, definitely not them. I need to scroll as delicately past them as I can. Yeah. Before, or, 
I was just living. Through, I was white knuckling to <laughs> to find you to uh, to text you the video. So uh, yeah, later on, definitely watch that video because it's it's uh, again yeah. it's pretty fucking wild. So Magna Cum Nada, track nine. Uh, again, the other the bad track. touch. Here we go, track ten. This song is four minutes twenty seconds long, buddy. Bathe it, vape god. <laughs> also, uh, potentially a, a reference to Hitler and his birthday. The bad touch. Oh, four twelve. Yep. Yeah, four twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, it's like a catchy song. It know? is, yeah. I mean, like, this bass line is pretty fucking righteous. Yeah. Um, Have you ever done a doggy style to X-Files? No, not really my thing. Um, anytime I, I see the smoking man come on, I'm just like, I just can't, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> my wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah, wasn't uh, I was never like super big into the X Files though. I like kind of appreciated it. I used to have an X Files T-shirt though, so it was like a giant like eyeball in the clouds. I was like, I guess, but it was like kind of. It was, I think I remember that. Like it was around, but it was like just one season was out, and I was like, right. I kind of know what this is. Well, and there was that whole like aliens thing that was huge in the 90s yeah um just like in general i think the x-files like probably like started it but then there was you know, like your alien autopsies and uh fire in the sky and and and, and a lot of that stuff yeah uh the aliens were especially the grays you know the the what, the, the big head with the big eyes yeah you know um those Tory guys spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had like several alien t-shirts, like extra, extra large. Um, I had one that it was like on the back, it was like a giant alien face and he had his like nose and his like lip pierced. Yeah, that's right. Damn, I forgot about that. So that, that shirt just like came up in my mind, like, like maybe like last year, maybe yeah. a year before or something like that. And I was like, oh man. I was like, I would fucking wear that shirt if I still had it, like as a joke. And I was like, I wonder if I can find it. Mm-hmm. I found that exact shirt on Grailed. Oh, wow. Okay. For like $300. Of course. Of course, yeah. And I was like, Jesus. Jesus. There was a, I can't remember the name of it, but there was a show on Netflix that came out in like 2019. It's before the pandemic, but um, yeah. it was like, randomly suggested to me and this is before there was like all the different streaming services and Netflix had some like you know House of Cards and fucking other shit I'm sorry yeah gotta give it up for the uh, the Casio uh, or Yamaha synth uh, <laughs> right. horn section okay <laughs> go ahead sorry but uh, anyway this the show that was suggested to me on Netflix uh, it, again it was like streaming it was like some like vintage t-shirt shop or whatever in like California or Vegas or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like 10 episodes. They were half hour. But I, I ended up watching the whole thing because this guy ran the shop and he looked like scummy as fuck, but he was like a nice guy and seemed knowledgeable about the like different stuff he had there. But he had like these different like Super Mario and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like t-shirts and shit that he was selling that were vintage. And they were like, yeah, like 
triple digits. Yeah. And people would come by and be like, y'all take these, like, two shirts. And it was like $400. I was like, yeah. God damn. You know what's wild is, like, shit like Dale Earnhardt, like, yeah. like 90s Dale Earnhardt shirts and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Those things go for a ton of money. Damn. Like, you... If you went to thrift stores in like the late nineties, early two thousands, you you could find boxes upon boxes of those. Like, I wish I could go back and just buy all of them for like twenty five cents and just flip them today for hundreds of dollars. No shit, that's insane. That's fucking crazy. That whole thing has become uh, a massive, massive thing. (laughs) I I like that we just talked over the most popular song. (laughs) Well, I mean, look, everybody's heard. Everyone's heard it. Everyone knows what it is. It's like, oh yeah, the fucking funny animals. A fucking song or whatever. If you look up the single on like a, a streaming service, it's gonna like the cover image is two zebras like humping essentially. Yeah, and that's kind of the overall joke, right? Of the song, right? Like, okay, yeah. Well, that's there it. You go. Right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that cough came with a prize. <laughs> this is what I sounded like, and probably you too. Uh-huh. The past couple of weeks, absolutely. I have been hacking up so much fucking phlegm. It's Goddamn disgusting. I want to tell you something. All right. So, uh, you know, whatever we recorded the previous album review, uh, which was, I think, Dope, the Dope album. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded that episode, and I had said, okay, the, the next album we're going to discuss is this one, right? And you can yeah. find this album on the Spotify playlist that we've got. Mm-hmm. And as I was, like, adding it on there, it keeps track of the... Like, numerically, it keeps track of the number of songs on that playlist. Yeah. So if you go to our Spotify playlist, and there's a link in the show notes right now, if you look up this song, this track, that Cough Kid with a Prize, where it's just Jimmy Pop hacking up a loogie for 14 seconds, this track is the 500th song on the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist. We did it. What an achievement. You're welcome, America. <laughs> they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> it's like when uh, Michael Jackson came out with Lisa Marie Presley. He's like, just to think, they said this would never last. <laughs> and then uh, that the one guy from House of Pain was like, never last. I guess we're not here. <laughs> they call me white devil, black beavers. <laughs> One of the best jokes I've ever had. <laughs> All right, take the long way home. Yeah. This is another one I could have dropped off the album. Oh my god, I love this horn part though. Like especially like when they sing this later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, our voices cracked in like perfect harmony. <laughs> It's another one that's just, it's like this album is just like it's a lot of these songs are like it's fine. Like yeah. there's no song that I I think out and out hate on this album. Yeah. Um but like re-listening to this, a lot of these I, I couldn't I couldn't believe how much of this I remember because like I said, I have not listened to this in forever. Right. And I was the same way. Uh, matter of fact, I don't think I made it this far into this album. Until now, upon this re-listen, like oh, I started wow. listening Even to back the... then, like we had. No, 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 or... no I, oh, okay. I did, but like after we recorded the dope episode, right? I uh, pulled this album up and I like downloaded it to my phone on Apple Music and had made it through. Um, 
I, yeah, I think I, I got to that coffee cup with a prize, and I was I was at work, and I like took my AirPod out, and I was like, oh, I'll finish this later. I just never got back around to finishing this album until like we're listening to this now. This is my this is officially part of my re-listen to this album. Oh, but wow. I like if you say fucking take the long way home. I'm playing this horn section in my head immediately because right. there's so many parts of this album that I listened to ad nauseum back in the day. Yeah. And it's just tattooed on my brain. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's part of my DNA. Back then, man, back in the day, uh-huh. when you bought an album, man, they were 20 bucks. And you loved it. 20 bucks was a lot of money back in like the nineties. Um, especially when you were poor as shit and yes. made, uh, you know, less than minimum wage or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, every paycheck I would go buy a CD and that was like my treat. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, that was all the music I had. There was no streaming services. Yeah. You, know, you had your radio, but then you had the old stash of CDs that were under your car seat and, right, yeah. and your little, uh, that clamshell. Like the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you would just, you'd be like, well, I fucking bought it. I got to listen to it over and over and over again to get my money's worth. Even if you didn't really like it. Did you ever do the thing where you would put the, like, you take two CDs and, like, make them, like, face fuck each other and, yeah. like, hang them on your rearview mirror? Oh, no, I never did that. I didn't either. I, didn't, I never understood that. It's like, you just dropped $40 on that? Like, just buy a fucking Pine Tree air freshener or something, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, maybe if they were, like, CDs that somebody gave you that you didn't like. I America think... Online CDs or something. <laughs> yeah. You got 40 hours on that. <laughs> um, that's enough. I feel like I, that's enough. I feel like that's a kind of a dangerous thing to do because, um, like on a hot day or like a especially sunny day, mm-hmm. um, well maybe it's not concave enough to maybe concentrate the sun. But like, um, people have like burnt down their entire houses from having. Um, like certain kinds of like crystal, like like little doodad decorations or whatever, like crystal balls, especially mm. are, are specifically bad because mm-hmm. when the sun hits them at a certain point, it can uh, concentrate the light into like a really single fine oh. point. And so if yeah. it can like heat stuff up, catch stuff on fire, um, but maybe a CD wouldn't be reflective enough to do that. But yeah. what if anybody's car burned down from a CD from the rear, rear view mirror? <laughs> well, yeah. No. Yeah, ones of people die from it every uh, 12 decades. It's incredible. <laughs> it's it really is. Sad. Um, there was an episode of Mythbusters where they were I, – I guess the idea was that it, having your CD dangle down and the light reflecting on it would throw off a cop's radar detector. I never heard that. Yeah, I think it was uh, busted. I, I heard a lot of bullshit that. things back in the day to avoid cops. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember like Fuzzbusters and that shit? Buzzbusters. Oh, did you not? <laughs> Why does it sound familiar? So it was like these radar detectors. Okay, okay, okay. My, yeah, yeah, my yeah. dad had one. And like back in the day, it was just simply, it was in his car. That was like just something that people had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that I look back on it, I'm like, oh, if you're that worried about it, then uh, maybe don't speed. You know, that's like, try not to be in a hurry, I guess. I know. I, I don't, I don't speed ever. I have not had a speeding ticket since uh, 98. Damn. 
Yeah. And it was a bullshit speeding ticket. <laughs> Literally, this is our, uh, we've talked about, we grew up in a small little podunk town in Oklahoma. The Crooked um, Eye. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fucking little piece of shit town. Um, I was driving to school one day and there's like a big corner that's, uh, you, you come around, um, uh, like uh, by that it, church, by that church yeah. and you, you pull into the school. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, that school is not directly across from the, the high school was like kind of out. There was nothing by the high school. Like it was yeah. out kind of in like a, just a giant field by itself. And there was like one church that was like on the way there. Um, so I'm driving to school one morning and I'm going, I think like five or six over, like maybe not even that, like maybe like maybe five over and I get pulled over Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? And the, the cop comes up to my window and he's like, I know you weren't speeding that fast, but I want you to sit here. So everybody driving to school this morning can uh, see that I had you pulled over. Oh my God. Make an example. What? Yeah. I was like, but I was like going like maybe five over. He's like, I know, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, I'm a, maybe he's not going to give me a ticket. And then at the end, he gave me a ticket for going five over. Oh and I was God. like, what the fuck? And then I was late for school, so I got in trouble there. Um, <laughs> Good God. Even though I was like, I got pulled over for going like five over. Mm-hmm. And I, I go to like the, the, the courthouse or whatever. And because uh, I was like, this is insane. I like, I was going f- like maybe, and even said on the ticket, like four or five over. Mm-hmm. The judge was like, "Why? Why'd you get? Why'd you get this?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "I don't know." He said yeah. he wanted to make an example out of me. And the judge was like, "Okay, you don't have to pay it. Just go." Oh. And like that was the only speeding ticket. I didn't even yeah. have to pay it. That oh, was the only right. speeding ticket I've ever had. Do you remember how much it was? I had no idea. The only time I got a speeding ticket was uh, so far. Because I'm sure I have another one in me. Uh, it was like in 2012, 2013, something like that. And I had just switched um, the the branch uh, that I worked at to uh, Bixby, Oklahoma, from mm-hmm. Broken Arrow. And it's kind of like out near here. But fucking Bixby, they changed their uh, speed limit like every mile, essentially. Yeah, so you like yeah, get yeah. to like a stop sign. You got to really like pay attention uh or uh fucking be sneaky about it yeah. and uh i got a ticket for i don't know i was going like 11 over but you know it's not that bad i was on the way to work i was listening <laughs> to a really good song you don't understand but the cop was like look i'm gonna knock this down under under 10 so you don't get a point i was like okay cool you know so i i didn't bitch about it too much it was like uh a hundo but you know I, it's like, okay. still bullshit yeah still fucking stupid yeah okay uh, next up, hell yeah! I think this is the longest. No, this is not the longest track on here. Hell no! Oh, I'm sorry. Genius says there's a uh, the Bad Touch a KMFDM remix, <laughs> and an Eiffel 65, and a God Lives Underwater remix. Yeah, there's a uh, on the expanded version of the album. It has these remixes after the uh, the final track. There's a Swamp remix of of Mope. I wonder if that's DJ Swamp. It is, yeah. I oh, listened cool. to it, yeah. I think that might have been why I stopped at uh, that coffee with the prize as well. I was like, oh, if I keep scrolling down, there's other shit down here. So, yeah, I listened to that one. Yeah. That's all right. This has got very much a uh, firewater burn. Yeah. 
Thou shalt not worship false Billy idols. Yeah. yeah. Thou shalt uh, add the book of Flavor Flame to the Bible. Oh, yeah. I say that sometimes. I'm like, I don't know where I came up with that. Like, I know I didn't come up with it, but yeah. heavens no, hell yeah. All right. There's out a split hung gang the whole time. He, he makes fun of Hindus again on this. So the chorus, if I, if I were God, thou shalt not worship false Billy idols, and thou shalt add the book of Flavor Flav. Thou shalt add the book of Flavor Flav to the Bible. Thou shalt make fun of Hindus. Thou shalt not make a speed too. Well, <laughs> what beef do you got with Hindus, dude? Well, you have to have something to rhyme with speed two. You have to. If yeah. you come up with the slam against speed two, have you seen that movie? Have you seen speed two? It's not good. It lives <laughs> up to the negative hype. It's not good. There's kind of a, like a cool like sequence toward the end where they actually like slam a boat into a dock. But thou shalt resist the Olsen twins. And this is when they were like. 16 or some shit. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Elizabeth Olsen. She can get it. Oh. Now? As an adult? Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now. I don't even... I don't. Was she, like, even a child actor? I don't know. I, I, I have no idea. I would assume so, but I don't know if she's... I, I guess she would be younger than them. But she's like... I don't know. Yeah, she's definitely younger than them. I know there are like a lot of people who are like counting down the days to the Olsen twins becoming eighteen. It's like why they look like off. They look like bugs. <laughs> they look like bug people. Bugging out like Toy Spelling's eyes. <laughs> Do you think her eyes are twitching? Just like any time someone talks shit about her eyes, just because he's twitches for some it's like reason. Freaking out right now. <laughs> And there's another, like, racial thing in there. And when they nail my pimple ass to the cross, I'll tell them I found Jesus that should throw them off. He goes by the name Jesus and steals hubcaps from cars. Hey, Jesus, can I borrow your crowbar? Or Jesus, can I borrow your crowbar? Something I... Of course, the Mexicans might have found that funny. I don't know. Yeah, they love that oh, line, actually. Oh, oh, shit. Um, um, We're going to back it up real quick. So, if you didn't listen to this the whole way through... If only he knew how well that lyric held up, you know. <laughs> I don't think he'd care. Probably <laughs> yeah, be more likely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin Spacey, Jesus Christ. Didn't wasn't he on the Epstein? Epstein, or am I just conflating? Uh, I mean, sexual it, fucking it, predators. Could be, you know. Evil Jared's got to go off on his base. A lot of scratching. I like the scratching on this album, but it is like kind of a lot of similar sounds. Yeah, like, he doesn't seem to scratch over. It's like some like whistling or something, but it's usually like a high pitch 
sound, and I'm, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like the, the, the scratching is, is good. I just would have liked more variety in the, uh, the overall sound of it. Yeah. Um, yet another version, or another example of, uh, I think, just really flat production. Yeah. Um, it, it sounds very much set to a metronome instead of like, yeah. you know, if you bump up the BPM, like, well, and, and everything sounds just like so. like uh, like there's uh, like the guitars kind of just bleed in with the bass. I mean, the the bass stands out a little bit, but there's not much low end. Bass. It's like the bass doesn't have much low end, and the guitar doesn't have much high end. So everything feels like compressed down into this like middle section. Yeah. Um. So it it just it doesn't pop really. It sounds it very Jimmy, Jimmy Pop Ali. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Right Turn Clyde. <laughs> I remember hearing this back in the day. I yeah. was like, wow, this is like crazy that they would make a song out of like a Casio keyboard sample or whatever. And then like, if I only knew what was beyond this track, you know? Yeah. Um, Time's new, Roman, you know the type. Call me this song's all right. I think the music actually kind of works a little bit. Oh, that's funny. Because I was like, oh, I could skip this one. <laughs> because it's, it's it, I feel like there's a better version of this song and like a funnier version of this song yeah. later on. Sure, 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 sure. But I think, I think his rapping in this is pretty good. Yeah. He's not as... Um, I mean, the lyrics are so funny, but he's not kind of doing like as goofy. Is it, he sounds like he's like rapping a little bit more seriously on this. Yeah. And then there's another dick with no balls. So I was looking at the uh, the track here, and it it says right turn Clyde, and then it specifically mentions the writers Jimmy Pop and then Roger Waters. I was like, oh, that was weird. I don't. Did they I don't have to credit that. him for this? Yeah, I guess. I mean, they credit. Uh, uh, Falco, Frankie goes to Hollywood and Metallica with. Yeah, Pope, I feel like they got they'd the have to because, but. I mean, it's an. Uh, considered. Do you credit an, them with lyrics, like especially if you change the lyric as a. As a it's parody? an interpolation, of. But isn't it a parody? Would it fall under like parody law? Yeah, but you still have to because it follows the like music, like the I guess the notes or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah yeah I guess it would be. Otherwise, if you don't do that. You're Pharrell, but but I've heard like like Weird Al can do his thing. He doesn't need permission from the artist because it, it would fall under technically parody law. Yeah, um, but he gets the artist permission anyways just to be like a nice guy. Um, but I, I don't know. I ain't no lawyer. Get the rope. <laughs> Isn't it weird that like they? <laughs> Wait, did they talk about this on like Comedy Bang Bang or something? Where they were like, somebody said something, New York City! And I don't know. I, I, I feel like was. I've thought I this it, in the past, but like. I think it wasn't Comedy Bang Bang that did that recently or something recently. The fact that they. The punchline to that whole salsa campaign was like, hang you got this from New York? This is the South. We will fucking hang you, you piece of shit. Fajit. <laughs> <laughs> they were serious about it. They were very serious about salsa. Oh. Peace. Peace, 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 Peace
How they hate New Yorkers. Yeah. Goddamn Yankees. <laughs> my daddy fought and died for a bunch of racist slaveholders, and it's my heritage to support that and keep it going. Fuck you. Welcome to Germany. I uh, I do like this part. This is nice. It's comfortable. It's cozy. I got into uh, an argument one time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about this. It's like really epic. <laughs> Is he singing right turn quiet again? Yeah. I really don't even know what that's in reference to. It's a quote from the Clint Eastwood movie Every Which Way But Loose. Oh. Clint would tell his orangutan, right turn, Clyde, which would make the orangutan signal right out the window of the truck, usually hitting some poor sod. Cool. Uh, have you ever seen Every Which Way But Loose? No. It's Clint Eastwood with a monkey. Orangutan. Oh, it's an ape, sorry. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Let's see. I got into an argument with this. Uh, Do you think he ever talked to like a, an empty chair as it's Clyde? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did Obama. I was like, oh, wow. That was weird implications, Clint. Hey, partner. My impression is an impression of Jim Carrey doing an impression of Clint Eastwood. <laughs> um, I got into an argument one time with this conservative guy um, who was like, Civil War wasn't about slavery. <laughs> they, they call it the War of Northern Aggression. So, 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 so I was like, I was like, what would you do if I could like prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt that it was about slavery? Uh -huh. He's like, oh, pff, no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, hold on. So I pulled up the Articles of, of Secession. Yeah. Articles of Secession, um, which was drafted by all the uh, states that seceded, tried to secede from the Union. Yeah. Um, detailing their grievances with, uh, the, well, with, with the United States, not just the North, but the United States. They wanted to leave the United States yeah. and become their own thing. Um, so, uh, in the order, so, so, you know, I said, well, okay, so here's the articles of secession in this, they detail specifically why they wanted to leave the union. Mm -hmm. Find another reason in this besides slavery. Mm -hmm. And he was like, so he like looked at it, like started reading it, read the whole thing. And he was like. Yeah, but not everybody that fought was a slave owner. I'm like, no, 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 no. You said this is, the Civil War was not about slavery. Yeah. It was about them leaving the Union over one specific... There was one and one grievance only yeah. in the article, Articles of Secession. Literally not a single other reason. Yeah. And then he tries to pull some shit like, well, yeah, with the that's what the states wanted to do. I'm like, well, <laughs> Why do you think that was, why, if it was just a couple of random dudes out in the field, nobody would give a shit. There wouldn't also, be a war fought over it. Also, like, I feel like your argument is already lost if your argument is not everyone owned slaves. Yeah. Like, no, they I, just fought for the right to keep having them. Yeah, well, like, some of us wanted to, but we couldn't find the coupon. <laughs> like, I saw one, one conservative something or other that was like, do you know how much slaves cost? <laughs> <laughs> like that's an argument <laughs> oh you're right my bad dude my bad my bad owning another human being it was just too, is prohibitively expensive for the common man sorry 
Like I, I hear what you're saying, but honestly, in this economy, it's just not in the cards. No, no. Do you think? Do you think the the guy uh, seceded his uh, uh, position and admitted that he was wrong? Of course. Like, what else could one do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> this is track 15. Totally worth it. It was 10, 10 seconds long. Not the only 10-second track on this not album. The so not the only one. So let's move on to track 16. A lap dance is so much better when the stripper is crying. This song. <laughs> See, this is the song I was talking about where I was like, this one is just like pure fucking Casio. Somebody made pure this Casio. in like real time. In, in that Bloodhound Gang uh, YouTube video that we watched, I was surprised to see that this is like a staple amongst like karaoke. I, I have seen it done at karaoke. Holy shit. Yes. It's so fucking wild. To My me. wife loves karaoke. Does she really? Yeah. We've gone to several karaoke events or whatever. Does she have a go-to song or songs? Um, she really likes um, like Lana Del Rey songs. She's really good at singing. She's, she's a really fucking good singer. Oh. Um, like really, really good. Um, you don't tell her that though, right? No, I put her down constantly so she won't get a big head and leave me. <laughs> Good, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she 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 does uh, she does several songs. She's yeah. got several go-tos like "Blue Jeans" from uh, Lana Del Rey, which is a song I I absolutely love too. So, um, love about, watching her sing it. What about you? You got one? Um, it, Wop? <laughs> I I have several. Generally, the the karaoke man does not have them on his machine. <laughs> karaoke man, uh, so provide I, I, this music for me. I usually end up going with like a uh, like a Queens of the Stone Age or like an Iggy Pop or a Cramps or um, something that's like more in my range, is a little bit lower. Um, or a little bit like punky, punkier raw that I can kind of you know. I, 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 I'm a, I have a bass voice. I, I can't sing high. I just can't. Bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but as long as it's like kind of guttural and I can kind of uh, get low on it, then, uh, then yeah. Get low? I've never done karaoke, but I've always like imagined if I were to do it. Yeah. I, I feel like I already know what my song would be. Old Town Road, baby. It's like a joke country song, but that's what all country music sounds like to okay. me. Okay. I, I, I love the fuck out of that song. I Genuinely, yes. It's absolutely. a good song. If somebody were to... If someone came up to me, put a gun to my butt, and said, what is your favorite country music song? I'd be Pull like... Pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> I'm so Indian, I don't have a butt, idiot. <laughs> You might just install one, but, but I'm bum. Uh, yeah, that'd be my my go-to. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, my favorite part of the song we talked over, but it was uh, name was Russell. It's like the like <laughs> yeah the, the dragging out of the R on there. Yeah, there's some funny lines in it, but um, there's also some really fucked up. Uh, I just love the little light music part. I'm, I mean, the name of the song, A Loud Dance is So Much Better on the Strippers Crying, is already pretty fucking gross. But. Surely to God, at some, probably around the time of this album coming out, there was a strip club where a stripper was like, I want to dance to this song. And like, maybe, maybe it was like an inside joke amongst all the other strippers or whatever. There I was, browsing through the latest issue of Throb, when I saw Bambi staring at me from the back of a milk carton. Well, my heart just dropped. So, I decided to do what any good Christian would. You cannot imagine how difficult it is to hold a half gallon of milk juice and polish the one-eyed gopher when you're doing 75 and an 18-wheeler. Never thought missing children could be so sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, there's some... But, like, the, the edgelordiness is the... Joke, that's that's right? the joke. Yeah, yeah. it is and very like one note, but it's like I don't know. I I think this I do like this song. I like some of it. Yeah. I like some of it. The problem is I liked it when I was younger, especially because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. The problem is like heard a lot of stories and like actually spoke with women who have like been through maybe not quite this exact thing, but like similar like really awful horrible situations and um and you play the song for them and you're like yeah but this <laughs> one right this one's good in their face yeah <laughs> i point and laugh no i no it just makes me feel like yeah yeah it, it, like i grew a thing called empathy between uh you know 60 Your years legs. old and 40 <laughs> yeah uh it's just you know and a lot of it's like perspective you know you you you, you go through the world and like yeah it's the the you can make jokes about things, but you know, it, it's hard to sometimes separate or divorce that in your mind from, um, like the reality of it. And the fact yeah. that like people do go through this stuff mm -hmm. and are like horribly abused and sort of like make jokes about it. It feels kind of like, Ugh. no, yeah, it's, it's absolutely fucked up, but, uh, or not, but, but, <laughs> well, fuck, but, 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 oh, but fuck. Fuck. I've said it too many times. Um, I don't think it's a defense of this song or this album. Right. But, uh, again, I I feel like the edgelordiness, I, I feel like it's, it's so wrong it's funny is kind yes. of the, the idea behind it. Yeah. And it's yeah. not to be yeah. taken literally. Oh, but, for sure. But again, like you said, uh, there are people who do take, like, like yeah. could take things off this thing. album literally. And that, it's like, guys, you are missing the the joke like the point of when it. i first heard this i was like this is so ridiculous like th this kind of stuff would never happen in real mm -hmm. life and then you know you get older and you learn you gain perspective and you talk with people and then you're like oh this shit does happen to people yeah. and it like i'm not i am not trying to like i'm not trying to cancel jimmy pop i'm not trying to say like oh i'm so offended mm -hmm. it's more just like listening to it and realizing like the the reality of the world and that this shit happens mm -hmm it makes it harder to laugh at it because it just feels so like, you know, just gross, mm -hmm. just fucking gross. 
Um, I will say there's one line in this. Uh, the one that, that, that you said earlier. Um, name, was name was Russell. Russell. Yeah. Um, uh, there's one line in this. Of course, it's hard to hard. Of course, it's hard to hide a hard on when you're dressed like Minnie Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> you know who Minnie Pearl is. That's good stuff. Um, that one's for you. Uh, I will say that w- with this song, I think it would be funny if you saw a movie where two people got in an elevator and they just had this like awkward, quiet ride up or down an elevator. And like a Muzak version of this song was playing in the elevator. And you just heard... <laughs> that little Casio drum beat <laughs> just like playing and like oh god like if you know you know one of those type of scenarios it's like oh this this song is ridiculous just by itself but if you know the context of the song is like yeah. even more so you know that that entire line is well that lot god damn it well that night I lost myself to ruby red lips milky white skin and baby blue eyes name was Russell yeah <laughs> <laughs> That was just funny. All right, so that was track That's 16. That's good, clean fun. We're now on track 17, and this is the other 10-second <laughs> track on this album. I hesitate to call it a song, but the name of this one is The 10 Coolest Things About New Jersey. Hit it. Here we go. P- hitting play right now. Okay. Wow, that was that it. That was... <laughs> Uh, do you think Spotify will like flag us for that? Yeah. Because we just like let the entire track play. <laughs> I would be surprised. That's where we get in trouble. Um, did you read about this song? Ten cool things about New Jersey. Yeah, like on the Wikipedia page for I think no. it's this album. It said that um, uh, Jimmy Pop had to explain this this track to DJ Q Ball. Because he didn't get it. He didn't get the joke. <laughs> it's 10 seconds of silence, and that's the coolest thing about New Jersey. Like, there's nothing cool about New Jersey, you know? Right, right. And he just, like, did not get it. So, yeah. Like, it's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. I'm going to go on a limb and say, DJ Abel's a fucking idiot. <laughs> How do you not get that? <laughs> All right. So, we are on track 18. But that's another one of those things where it's yeah. like, you, you hear him tell the story, and you're like, was that true? Right. Yeah. Because even even when when you gave the example of Chasey Lane earlier. Yeah. And then he came back later. And I was like, yeah, I was just kind of making shit up. Yeah. I feel like I get that impression from a lot of their interviews, mm. um, that they're just fucking around. Yeah. Um, so this is um uh track eighteen. Along comes Mary. Mm-hmm. Mary, Mary. Uh, this is the, the more the, straightforward. Yes, and it's the again the first single off this album. Uh, evidently, was put out as the the first single, but it's also technically the last song on this album. There is a hidden track, which was uh, track forty seven slash nineteen. If you're listening on the uh, yeah. uh, streaming service, but I do like that part. I do kind of wonder why. They chose this song, you know? Like, Tricky makes sense, right? This is like a yeah. fun hip-hop song. And they do it in kind of a, a, a rock style on that album. And then yeah. uh, what was the, the first one uh, off of uh, Use Your Fingers? Uh, Kids Incorporated? Yeah. Like, yeah. I guess I kind of get that one because it's like a punky type of, like, youth-based song, but... Why right. along comes Mary for this one? Yeah, I'm not sure. 
Well, no answers. We don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't. It's all right. It is again. The end of it's funny. Oh, I don't remember. You gonna learn something tonight, <laughs> boy? Get a rope. <laughs> Do you think, like, if somebody was jacking off, they could be like, provide a rope, and just... <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Call Peter North. <laughs> what if they were like, New York City, get Peter North. <laughs> he blinds them like a cobra. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's the right eyes. People don't know who Peter North is. Google yeah. Peter North load. You better turn that safe search off. Yes. You better Google it on your fucking work computer. <laughs> Call your boss or your coworkers over to your desk. You Google it in front of them. Let's just put it this way. If you've ever seen that video, you ever seen that advertisement that plays before videos on porn, uh, and they're filling up the two cups side by side? What? Oh, have you not... <laughs> This is an actual like video on Yeah, Gabrus talks about it. Oh, really? <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> There's an ad that plays before like some Pornhub videos where it's like two shot glasses, and it's, a, it's an ad for this stuff called like Semenex or something like that. And it's like, you don't see what's, you just see this like, you know, semi, semi-transparent liquid getting poured down into two shot glasses. Uh, and like the first one, it like, you know, just a little bit comes whatever. in. And the second one, it's just like, <laughs> like fills up. Just drops Tonight a gallon of milk. The Bloodhound Gang. What's that called? Oh. Well, it's called hematospermia. And the Corolla. Which is the name of my solo project, by the way. It can be caused by a lot of different things, actually. Most of which are benign. It's not an uncommon thing for young males to have. So weird. This is on here. Yeah. My estimation, it should always be. This is like the hidden track thing? Yeah. It's not something else. There can be infections that can cause this. Very occasionally, tumors can cause this. But for the most part, it is just uh, right. one of well, those things. I started out, I went in and I told the doctor, I said, something resembling strawberry quicks coming out of my penis. He gave me a couple exams, felt me up, and then I went and had ultrasound done where they just <laughs> threw the jelly on your, <laughs> on your, yeah, on really? your testes. And, uh, one of the few times. No, I didn't have to take any testes because I might have failed. <laughs> but then I, uh, <laughs> anyway, enough of the Three Stooges humor. So I went to, uh, and I had that done, and they didn't find any tumors or anything. And then I went and got fisted at the urologist, and he just said, no, you just have violent orgasms. Yeah, but is your whole body being violent or just your penis? Just my penis. We get in fights like three times a night. Do you have, uh, do you have that when you're masturbating? Yeah. It's like, so I think the Adam, uh, the love line thing, I think that was like one of those that you had to rewind because I don't remember hearing it on any kind of like regularity, but I, I, I like when I first heard it, I was like, Oh wait, no, I do know this. Cause I knew like the, the testy. Failey joke. Oh, that didn't sound familiar to me at all. I think it was so one that you had to like rewind on that I like found some at some point. Yeah, for listeners who 
don't know this, if you've only had streaming services or whatever, there were, I, I think there were multiple Bloodhound Gang albums where before like track one, you could hit rewind. It would go yeah. like Someone backwards. My, my and... hair is lifting. Oh, oh man. That was a C, right? But you could like rewind before the first track and it would have like yeah. extra stuff. Yeah, which is weird. weird. I didn't even know that was like a possibility. Yeah. Like, wow. Uh -huh. Technology is Some crazy, kind of weird dude. Shit. That's great. CDs are like, you can't perfect it. <laughs> this is the future. I remember my mind being blown whenever it was like, oh, go put this music CD in your computer. Oh my God. And it was like, <laughs> holy shit. I remember uh, White Pony had like a ton of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it had like some videos. Uh, I think it had like uh, Mini Maggot was on there, and then I know they had like this. Um, I think it was like a maze where you had this little uh, horse, like the the horse from the cover of the album. Yeah. And I want to say it was like it's like a maze, but I think there were like things chasing you or something, and it was like playing like this MIDI track of of a Deftone song. I don't remember which one, uh, but there was like a lot of cool shit on there. Interesting. Um, yeah. I had no idea. Uh, they had something like that for Science, the Incubus album. And it had like a similar thing. It was like some type of maze type thing. Hey, that's pretty good. Let's do that again. On what albums? Uh, Science by Science. Incubus. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Uh -huh. It had like um, a quiz thing. And there was like this one question I couldn't figure out. And then one of our, on, our friends, uh, Rachel, her cousin Stacy had the album. Okay. I was like, I don't know what the answer to this is. And she's like, it's like one of the lyrics to the first track. It's like right there. You, you just like, <laughs> like it was a very easy answer. Fucking idiot. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'm dumb. I'm surprised. Do Did these people not? Yes. Sing your line now, so I know where I we can't, are. I can't look at you. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Well, I'll turn slightly away. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Like, it doesn't say who these people are. Oh, I thought that was... Uh, is it, there's a guy named Perry Grip. Perry Grip. Yeah. Oh. Let's, let's cut off together better. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? What? Okay. He's the lead singer for Nerf Herder. Oh really? Yeah. Who did the Buffy theme song? The coming on. And I went on to tell her how I would, and I went on to tell her how I would wear her face like a mask as I do my little kooky dance. <laughs> was that the end of it? That's the end. Oh, okay. Wow. That's that's it. That's everything right there. Interesting. I wonder okay. if that was him that was doing the hooray for boobies because they didn't list the other woman. Or they, huh. li they didn't list the woman. Oh. Uh. Uh. There's not like an extra <laughs> singer on there, um, but uh, yeah, that's that that's that's crazy that uh, that Perry Grip. I I did not even. Oh well, um, I'm trying to find what song he was on, but I don't I don't see it. Um, all right, well, who knows? Um, there, it's weird that so much <coughs> of this album is a mystery. Like we don't it know really where is. it was recorded. We don't know what that lady's name was. Um, it seems like it would just be information that you would just kind of uh, read in the booklet and then simply type into exactly. Wikipedia, but uh, they failed us. But, you know, that's what happens when you get an album from a little mom-and-pop shop 
Oh, I'm sorry. It was Geffen Records. It was. You'd, <laughs> you'd think that would a better track of the shit, but uh, um, yeah. my my wife and I. Um, Your wife. My wife. Uh, we just finished literally the the other night, night before last. Um, uh, the entire Buffy all seven seasons. Oh yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. But uh, uh, it's. It's a fucking amazing show. Goddamn. I forgot. I've not seen that show since I was in high school. Yeah, you used to watch it regularly. Oh, I was a huge fan in high yeah. school. Um, I watched it all. It was appointment viewing for me. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I tore through all seven seasons in like the past month. Had she seen it before? She'd never seen it, no. Oh, okay. She fucking fell in love with it. I, I knew she would. I knew she'd love it. My wife uh, and I started watching it... Um, it was like in 2020, like before the pandemic. Oh, wow. And then like leading into the pandemic, uh, you know, I was I was at work at like an actual like place. My wife right. just worked from home and she would just like watch episodes of it on her like phone or whatever. <laughs> and uh, I was like, well, I thought we were watching this together. Uh, I guess. OK, fuck maybe you, not. Um, so it seems like a real big fuck you to me. You it, did, it is. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> No, it, it, it is a fucking it is a fucking phenomenal no, show. Yeah, it's like, so much fun. It like holds up pretty well for it. Really for what does. It is, there know? there is a couple things you know, but like you can say that about any fucking show from you know ever. Like yeah, uh, there's obviously some problematic stuff in there. Stuff that didn't age super great, but there's a lot of like really really good stuff. I mean, there's like openly gay characters. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it's a very female centric show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joss Whedon is good man. He's he really knocks it out that. of the out of the park, you know. Like if there's one one man who really like stands for all of our values, it's Joss Whedon. I mean, you know? so weird is how he hit it for so long because I remember during when the show was airing, it was like, dude, this dude is like a full on feminist. It like, seemed like it, yeah. He's writing these like the only person that was writing like strong, awesome, badass women mm-hmm. and writing them really well and really relatable. Um, and then he fucking turned out to be a I mean, goddamn like, weirdo creep. He did like two Avengers movies and people seem to like them well enough. The first one more than the second one even though I enjoy the second one as well. But then he goes and he does a terrible like Justice League well, like cobbled together movie. I don't movie. even know if that's No, 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 but like yeah. that's when the w- world started to turn on him. It's like, oh, this sucks. And let me tell you something fucking else about this guy. You know, <laughs> like yeah. was, it was just like it all could have happened at, at one time. I'm not saying that the two are related, but it it from how that point brought view, it all out after fucking 20 years. Yeah, like it's so crazy. Like you would hear about his like onset behavior from that movie. Yeah, and then people started to dig deeper. At least that was the perception of it. Is like they heard about how he was treating like Ray Fisher and everything, and then um, going to that. Speaking of Ray Fisher, I, I know we're running along on this episode but it's fine you know yeah. this is what people expect this is what they wanted yeah. we're gonna we're gonna make up for our weeks away yeah we still have three hours left on this episode to record yeah. um <laughs> no but uh, uh have you seen that uh, rebel moon movie with uh i've been Zack snyder whether i want to try to watch it oh i've but... seen it i seen it when i was sick how was it i uh had netflix keep me company and, uh, I'm, I'm always a fan of like like you know spectacle and and, and neat mm-hmm. special effects, but like I've heard like even that it's like not. Let me uh, let me ask you this question: um, Do you like Star Wars? No. Yes, I do. <laughs> well, this is Star Wars. 
It's just straight up Star Wars. It is like the most derivative movie I've ever seen. I was like shocked that because I know like some people maybe they're just like pure Zack Snyder fans and they have blinders on or they've never seen a war amongst the stars. But I could see somebody watching this for the first time and being like, this is so fucking cool. Like I get I it's not for me, but it is. I think it's worth like a stunt watch at the very least. Okay. Because it's like the whole movie is like a getting the the gang together type of mm-hmm. thing. It's part one. Yeah, but there like, will be a part two. Well, the gang does get together, but then most of them just stand around toward the end. So cool. I mean, it's and like you it's, even had it's to call only it like rebel. Like, yeah. Why draw attention to it? Oh, there's just like straight up space Nazi. Like, w- watch the movie, okay? And you'll be like, oh, so they're just there's no subtext here. It's just uh, it's I don't just know. This. Our Army of the Dead about. I mean, that was even a slog to try to get through. But Man. I was like, uh, uh, and shout out to Tig. T- oh, yeah, yeah. I was she, like, was, she was like the best part. That was the only real reason to kind of her and the uh, the like German like lock picker guy. I liked. Was that Falula Borg? No, no. That's the only German actor I know. Oh, yeah. Klaus Kinsey? <laughs> um, I, I can't remember his name, but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, that entire movie was I, mostly. Wait, I forgot so much about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It would have been evergreen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But yeah, Tig, Tig, fuck it. That was like really the the big draw for me. I was yeah, like, Tig, Tig Notaro's in this? Yeah, like and an she's action replacing, movie? Uh, a Zack Snyder action movie? She's oh. replacing uh, uh, what that fucking Kitty Diddler. Um, Look what Chris, look what I'm playing. Crystalia, Crystalia, Crystalia. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, man, he just he really like guy. fucked up his own career. Really like, you know, up. what he did was. Terrible, Have you ever seen that video but... where? Um, because you know he got busted through Snapchat. What really? Yeah, like like archived Snapchat logs. Oh. And he was talking to somebody, and uh, they were they they uh. They were, I think they were talking about like a uh, like a different. This is before everything came out. And they they said, uh, 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 yeah, they, the police went back through the Snapchat logs, and Crystalia was like, wait, 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 they they can't do Snapchat oh, yeah. deletes everything, and they're like, no, 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 they they save everything on their private servers. They can go back and pull that stuff, and you kind of watch his face, like <laughs> he becomes horrified, like it's so goddamn funny, like it's the internet, dude. I know is everything this- is traceable. You fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. Anyways, okay. That's why you have to do it in incognito mode. It's the only way to get around yeah. <laughs> all of your, oh, your okay, okay. activities. So Perry Grip of Nerf Herder, mm-hmm. he did backup vocals for I Hope You Die. So I'm wondering if he did oh. the I Hope You Die. Yeah. I wonder if he did that part. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. So that was Hooray for the Boobies. That was it. That was That was a whole word. goddamn thing. The well, whole fucking hour of it. The, yeah. Plus. Yes. It's an um, hour long. We make it into two. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about our ratings for this album. Oh, yeah, so, ratings. Yeah, we still, got, we still have uh, time to go here. So yeah. uh, we normally rate our albums out of zero to seven new metal guitar strings. So, Ross, what are we going to rate Hooray for Boobies by the Bloodhound Gang? And look, is this a new metal album? Probably not all the way through. There's honestly... No. Two, maybe three songs, if you want to count Mope yeah. in there. Um, yeah. So what are you thinking on uh, 
Well, this album. What would I give this? Jesus, this is a hard one. This is a really tough one to 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 rate. Yeah. Because are you rating this as a new metal album? Or are you rating this just as like an album? album? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with it. This is a new metal album. It would probably be pretty low because it's not really one, aside from a couple songs. Um, but I I would say, um, Jesus, uh, I'm gonna give it a, like a four, I guess. Okay. Um, respectable. Four out of seven. It's just kind of in the middle for me. It's like I don't I don't really dislike any of the songs some of them you know i think could be like edited down and trimmed up a little bit i think some of the production could be done a little bit better uh, but overall you know it's fine um like i said uh their their first two albums i think are are uh, more my my taste um so i would i would encourage people to go check those out if uh, like like we had said you know that that kind of stuff interests you kind of the old school sample heavy boom bap stuff um but you know for this one it's uh it's fine. It's, yeah, it's it's fine. It's not you know uh, nothing nothing terrible uh, apart from some of the lyrics. <laughs> uh, kind of didn't do it for me, but uh, overall, yeah, I think I think four is fine. Yeah, I I'm with you on that one. I'm I'm gonna go four as well. I the songs that I like on here, I really like. Like I hope you die and mope. Um, those are bangers. I yeah. love those songs. Yes, even like um you know lap dance and then fucking magna cum nada, um. And then, jeez, uh, what was the the other one? Fucking yummy down on this. They're like kind of fun listens, but um, yeah, uh, you know, some of the other songs are like okay, we're we're really like milking yeah. this for all it's worth. So yeah, I'm gonna go right down the middle with a uh, four on this as well. Yeah, um, I like <laughs> that we both like came at this album from different perspectives but we just ended up in the yeah the hand holding club yeah regardless i, I think mope if you're gonna listen to a song on this uh mope is is the one to listen to look you you can just add mope onto any playlist that you've got yeah just it it's fits just everywhere fits. you know yeah. matter of fact if you have a pop playlist uh like i do throw this throw mope on there <laughs> and just like hope family comes over and they hear it and they're like what is this yo 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 <laughs> are they talking about falco deer <laughs> they are they are indeed so where do you think new metal is at this point? I know we're not way far out from where we left off in uh in uh, I think it was like September for dope, but uh, here we are, October fourth, nineteen ninety nine, uh, Bloodhound Gang, typically like a hip hop, like a kind of alternative rock band. Yeah. Now they put out this album. Do you think there's uh, any significance to that? No. Great. This this doesn't move any needle in any direction. <laughs> I think it does for Bloodhound Gang specifically. Like, yeah, it's a huge thing for them. Yeah, it's their biggest album for sure. Yeah. yeah, but not for the culture overall. No, no, not for any culture. <laughs> Matter of fact, it kind of reduces some. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, Hindus. Yeah, we love you guys. Hey, man, we're we're pro Hindu on this one. I, God damn, we're gonna take a stand. Yep. Anti Nazi, pro Hindu. Dude, you're going to say that on mic? I'm I just did. Uh we you, gonna, we you gonna, got a job, you know, dude? Hold on, I'm going to uh, write down the time code. I'm going to edit that out. This we can't do it. I can't be canceled over this. <laughs> do you hear what Hibbert said? He fucking tried to cancel Nazis. We'll cancel him, dude. <laughs> uh okay, so on next week's episode, we're going to do a music catch-up. Uh, just talk about some tunes that we like for our hidden track episode. And then after that, we've got an album review. So yeah. next episode, music catch up on the hidden track. After that, episode forty, we've got a uh, another quasi 
new metal album. Do you know what this is? I, I no okay. So uh, we're g- getting close to wrapping up 1999, but we've got like, you know. A, a stellar year, a banner year for new metal. So far. This one is uh, going to be a first time listen for me, but on the next album review, episode 40 of The Nudist Colony, we're going to talk about Anti Pop by Primus. I believe there's a song produced by young Frederick Durst. There absolutely is, and it fucking rules. Really? Okay. I've not listened to this. Lacquerhead? Oh, I I am a big fan of that song. I'm a fan of all Primus, the entire Primus. Okay. uh, Or just Les Claypool in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, But... uh, I think uh, anti pop kind of gets a it's it's kind of like seen as their like black sheep of their of their uh, of their discography. Uh, I think that's unfair. I, I do think anti pop. I think there's people coming around now going like you know what anti pop is actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Some people call anti pop the black sheep. I call it the Tommy boy. You know. I don't get it. Um, I don't get it. Hold on. I think I just hold on. I think I'm gonna play my game. <laughs> Uh, that's fucking awesome. I've listened to that album in a long time, but uh, I used to listen to it a lot back in the day when I was in my Les Claypool phase. Well, so I'm, I'm excited to listen to that. I'm looking forward to it. I've not heard an entire Primus album before, so I think I used to own this Jesus. back in the day. I feel like I bought wow. it just based on Fred Durst producing, producing. a track. <laughs> and I was you like, can actually I- hear like his like you can hear like some influence from him. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking great. My name is Durst. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, giving it a go because uh, anytime I hear a Primus song like on the radio or whatever, I'm like, God damn, like, uh, was it Jerry was a race car driver? That like, oh. that breakdown part? We're like, that, yeah. holy shit. I never, <laughs> it wasn't until like the last uh, year. It was only from watching a video on like fucking Instagram reels where I was like, damn, this has like some fucking double bass in it. I was really impressed oh, with it. You're gonna uh you're gonna fucking love Lacquerhead. Real okay. It's got this crunchy It's like a real it feels like a West like Borland. Some 41. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that West Borland and Les Claypool did a song. Wes and Less? Wes and Less, I know, exactly. Uh, my my dream, or at least it was back in the day, my, my dream uh, like band was uh, Les Claypool, Wes Moreland, and Dave Grohl. Dave like Grohl on drums? On drums, yeah. Holy shit, yeah. And Wes, yeah. Wes on guitar and Les, I mean, that would just be like, and like I'm talking like uh, Songs for the Deaf era, Dave Grohl, you know, when he was just like massacring those drums that was on uh, the queens of the stone age yeah album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um uh i mean he could still fucking mm. s- just destroy his drums but like he he uh, he had some energy you know that was yeah. just totally coming out of his fucking skull at that point that'd be rad because they could all do like vocal duties they could mm-hmm. all like share in that I holy know. shit we need to make this that happen was my, uh, that was my dream i was like God, if it just like get some of them together. <laughs> Do we need to start like an Indiegogo to make this happen? Because they're all alive right now. Yeah, and I'm sure Dave Grohl needs money. <laughs> of course. <laughs> doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough going on currently. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could check out Anti-Pop by yeah. Primus or Anti-Pop. Anti? Hint-I-Pop. Hint-I-Pop. <laughs> uh, on uh, the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist, again, 500th song on that album. You got to listen to that one first and then yeah. keep scrolling. We want to see that one at the top of the most listened to tracks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, find uh, the Primus album uh, later at the bottom of that 
Yeah, buddy. Playlist? Yeah. My brain just stopped. It's like, oh, you, we're done. We're just <laughs> we're done here. Uh, you can find that link to that playlist in the show notes along with all of our contact information. And uh, if you have a suggestion for a topic or a song for the show, let us know and we'll uh, we'll Absolutely. get to that on the Hidden Track episodes. Like our friend Dave, who was on the last episode, uh, he suggested a song to us like two months ago. And I put it in my notes to be like, oh, I'm definitely going to get to this, you know, when we do a music catch-up episode. Yeah. We did like two music catch-up episodes, and I forgot both times. Cool. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to sorry, make a point Dave. to it. Yeah, sorry. It was not intentional. It's not you. It's no. for yeah. sure. Hey, you know. We're both been... brain-damaged men in our 40s. <laughs> <laughs> we can't be held responsible. We're adult Oklahomans. We don't know. It's hard. Reading is hard. Uh, but yeah, contact information, all of that shit is in the show notes for this very damn episode. Show notes? Show <laughs> It's like a cronut, but for like you know, <laughs> a podcast. Uh, Way less desirable. But uh, yeah, check out the show notes for uh, all that shit. Check it out. Check it out. All right. I, clearly, I'm done talking, so yeah. take it on home. My my everything is just... Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Get fucked. <laughs> Bye. Say what? Say what? Fantastic. Uh, bye.